What's up, guys? Welcome back to the LOM podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to my main channel, Jay Lyons. It will be linked in the description. So thank you if you do that. And if not, enjoy this episode. Peace. Yes. Yes. We're back, baby. We're back. Welcome to the fucking podcast. It's me, Jay, your host. Welcome to Lion on Main. It's episode something, probably. I don't know, some episode, I don't know why I don't bring this up before I fucking start recording. Every goddamn time I forget and I, episode 71, episode 71, holy shit, dude, episode 71, that's insane, man, that's insane, 71 weeks we've been doing this shit, you've been sticking with me, too kind, too kind. Well, I'm back from my trip to Vegas. This is the long-awaited uh, review on Vegas, if you will. Um, my first time going west of the Mississippi. You know, if you've been if you've been uh, listening to previous episodes, you know I talked about how you know I was gonna go. I was gonna go. I was thinking about going. I didn't know if it was official. It became official. We were actually going. First time west of the Mississippi. And I did it. I did it, guys. I, I, I got the courage to uh, get on that plane, fly over the Mississippi River, and uh, get, to, get to the wait. Get to the west. The waste. <laughs> get to the waste, guys. No, get to the west. You know, manifest destiny. Not necessarily a good thing, but it's a thing that we did. And it's a thing that I did. <laughs> But yeah, I, I remember <laughs> I told my friend uh, when when we got to to Vegas because I went on the same flight as her when we got to Vegas. I was like, because you know she knew it was my first time to Vegas, and I was like, yes, yeah, you know my first time west of the Mississippi. And she's like, you sound so country when you said that shit. And I was like, you know what, you're you're actually right. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, that that does sound hella country, like. My first time going west of the Mississippi. But it's true, man. I've like every state that I've been to has always been east of the Mississippi River. I've never I've never crossed that threshold. But now I have. And uh and it, it was it was something. It was really something. You know? Whole new uh ecosystem, whole new environment that I was in. Okay. I know the north. In the South are kind of like different environments, but also they're they're kind of very similar, you know, North and South in America, you know, like ecosystem. I mean, yeah, I know one gets snow. The other one gets a little less snow. Okay. Cause I'm pretty sure it still snows in some Southern States, uh, except Florida doesn't snow here, which kind of sucks. You know, I wish I wish we had a snowy Christmas, but we don't, but it's cool. I love Florida. Um, but yeah, like aside from humidity, there's not really that much of a difference between like North and South, you know, really in terms of environment. Like, yeah, they got a little bit taller hills than we do in Florida. Okay. But grass is still green. Okay. They still have grass. You still have rain and shit and all that, all that good stuff. But the West, the desert is like a whole new environment for me. I've never been in, any sort of uh, desert situation, you know, the beach does not count. 
I know it's I know it's sand, but it's not the same. Okay. So it was my first time going. And um, I gotta say, I really fuck with the West, okay? <laughs> I really do. Um, every, like, I, I was, my friends were saying, like, oh, you know, it's gonna be like 104 degrees. And I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, I know, I know I'm a hot guy. I know I like the heat, but, uh, you know, like, sometimes there's a little bit too much heat, you know? Maybe we can, like, cool it down a little bit. So I wasn't really looking forward to that. And also, I had to, like, reorganize all my fits for this trip because of the idea that it was going to be 104 degrees, okay? Now, probably for some people who are really used to cooler weather who think Florida is hot as balls, maybe you're like, that's insane. But honestly, when I went over there, it wasn't really that hot, you know? And, like, I didn't I didn't sweat at all. Like, okay, it was definitely warm, okay? But I would equate it to, like... Imagine you're standing in front of a giant hair dryer on like the low setting, right? That's kind of what it felt like there. It was just like, it's just warm, but it was like, it was dry heat, no humidity, which was nice. Okay. Humidity is easily like the worst thing about Florida, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I'm used to it, but like when you go to places that are dry, you begin to realize how much better dry air is. However, I will say, that uh because it's so freaking dry over there like dude my my mouth was going dry within like 5 minutes of being outside like it was insane i should have had like a water bottle with me 24/7 because like you'd be outside for like 5 minutes and then i'm all, i'm already like like smacking lips and like like ah that was probably the worst part about um being outside but like it wasn't really that bad you know little bit of sunscreen. I didn't get any sunburn. So that's good. Um, because considering you're the desert, I was like, dude, I can't afford to get a burn or else like I'm going to be go- having to go to the hospital for like third degree burns with my white ass skin. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I had to put on sunscreen. I wasn't about to subject myself to probably one of the worst pains ever. Okay. Having burns hurts like hell. Okay. I've had bad sunburn before. It's not fun. I don't want to go through that again. So um, I didn't I didn't put on sunscreen every single day because we weren't really going to be outside most of the days. But there was one day where we were doing a lot of uh, outside outside shit. Like we we went to the Cosmopolitan for uh, for like brunch at the Wicked Spoon, and so uh, we had the we had the since we were staying at the MGM Grand which was way down the strip. Um, we had to take the monorail that was behind all the all the hotels. And we had to take that to a hotel that was across the street from the Cosmopolitan because the Cosmopolitan was on the opposite side of the, uh, the street from the MGM Grand. And they have like no monorails that go between them, between like the, that go like from one side of the street to the other. So we had to walk it. We had to go. We had to go to the next stop, which was across the street from the Cosmopolitan. And then we had to walk over there, which it really didn't look like that far, and it doesn't sound like it's that far. It's like, oh, you just fucking cross the street, okay? But, dude, the monorail's behind all the um, hotels, okay? So you have to get to the street first, okay? And I don't know. Maybe, maybe you've heard this many times. I've heard this many times. 
and I didn't really understand uh, the 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 enormity of these hotels. I've been told that these are giant hotels, but I was just like, okay, I'm thinking they're about the size of like a, a Disney resort, something like that, which yes, they are, but it's not just that. Okay. Because like a, a Disney resort, right. Or a universal resort, they're like multiple buildings on a plot of land, so to speak. Right. In Vegas, they have the same plot of land, but it's just one giant building. <laughs> and so like you had to walk throughout like across this huge ass resort to just get to the street and then you had to cross the street and I don't know why but we chose to we chose to exit the monorail and walk alongside the the building to get to the street instead of going through the building instead of going through the air conditioning we decided to walk on the street which like after we got to the wicked spoon, I was like, why did we do that? Why didn't we just go through the hotel? Like, why did we get, go to the outside? (laughs) But I'm getting ahead of myself. You know, that's, that was like day two. Okay. So the trip started off. Obviously we had to get to the airport. So I, I booked the same flight as uh, one of my friends because when we were planning this trip, we were thinking about ever, all of us getting on the same flight, Right. Like, hey, we should all just try to get on the same plane so we all get there at the same time so we can just all get started at the same time, right? But when we were looking at flights, none of us realized how expensive Delta and United were going to be, which was the flights that we were thinking about taking. And so it kind of just turned into whatever price you want to pay or you can afford, take that flight, right? And so my friend, she chose to go on Frontier because Frontier was a cheaper airline. And I was like, you know, what's what's the point in like trying to find a flight that's like super cheap and all that stuff when Frontier is already like cheap enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sure. There was other flights that I could have went on that were a little bit less expensive by like maybe 50 or $70 or something like that. But like... I would be leaving Orlando at like one o'clock in the morning or something like that. And I'll be getting in super early. Then I have to pay um, like a cab fare to get to the hotel. And then I, I can't even really do anything until she gets there because the uh, the reservation for the hotel was under uh, was under her name. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to be walking around with my luggage all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm like, it's just so much easier just to get on the same flight as her. And we all just take the same cab over to the hotel. And so we all get in at the same time, you know? So that's what I did. I just, I asked her what flights she was going on. She told me, hopped on those flights. Uh, but our other two buddies who were coming with us, they decided to take um, Spirit to uh, to Vegas. And they had a connecting flight. Whereas uh, me and my friend that uh, went on the same flight, it was a direct flight right? And so they did a connecting flight through like Nashville and they had like a four hour layover in Nashville. So like they left, I think they left Orlando at like 11, but they didn't get into Vegas until like 4.30, 4.30 Vegas time, right? Which what, what I think Vegas was like three is like three hours behind. So like it was actually like they got in at like 7.30 for Orlando time. So like that's a long ass day of travel for them. But, you know, 
I don't know how much cheaper their flight was compared to ours, but I'm like, I don't know, man. It couldn't have been that much cheaper. I mean, Frontier and Spirit, they're like they're they're like almost the same, you know, along with like Allegiant and stuff. Like they're they're all pretty much like the same price. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Is it really worth saving the extra fifty bucks to uh to to go on that flight versus a frontier flight where you could just have a direct flight? Like why I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's it was just I kind of thought it was stupid. Uh, but you know, they do what they do. That's cool. So the flight there wasn't too bad, actually. It was about like a five hour flight. I thought I was gonna dread the whole thing, right? I thought I'm like, this is gonna suck ass, okay? Because I've only been on like maximum three hour flights. And sometimes though, I get antsy on those, especially on the way back. The way back is usually worse than the the flight to wherever I'm going. Um, Because I just, I, I get bored, like the seats get uncomfortable and I'm just like, dude, I just want to get out of the fucking plane. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but sometimes like I'm, I'm fine both ways. Right. But I was thinking, considering this is a five hour flight, two hours more than what I'm used to. And even then, like I only went on very few three, three hour flights. I mean, usually it was like two or two and a half, right? Like that was a majority of the flights I've ever taken. And so I was, I was dreading this. So I, I downloaded a bunch of movies to pass the time. And obviously I had a bunch of music just in case I, you know, got bored of watching movies and I wanted to listen to music and all that stuff. Right. And also, um, I was going to get an exit row for extra leg room cause I'm a tall boy. Uh, but they were like hella extra money compared to just like a regular seat. So I was like, you know, considering I was trying to go as cheap as possible, I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to live with a regular coach seat, you know? So that's why I booked, I booked the same Honestly, I, I actually, I booked the same chair on the flight on the flight there and on the flight back. I was booked for like twenty two C, right? And so we get to the airport, and um, when we get to Orlando, we go through security, right? Everything's like all well and good, um, except it, it was nuts in Orlando. Our flight was like at ten a.m., right? And so we got we get there at eight, and it was nuts at the Orlando airport. I mean, holy shit, like it, it it felt like the entire state of Florida was at this airport, right? Like the security line, if you, I don't know if you've ever been to Orlando, probably most of you, because most of you are from Orlando, but if you've ever been to the Orlando airport, right? Um, like when you go through security, right? Security is like in that big open forum, right? It's like a giant open room, right? And... There's like a hallway that goes from like the the center area because there's like two sides. There's a there's an A side and there's a B side of the airport, right? For for gates. And so there's a there's a giant center area which has like a food court and all that stuff, and that's where you um do check in and, and shit like that, right? And then the ends are just like these giant open buildings, and that's where the security is, right? And they have it's like multiple stories because there's also like a hotel and shit. I don't know. But the point is that there's a big open area, right? And usually security is just like at the end of the room, right? The hallway for the center area is on one end and security is on the other end. And then you go through and then you take the tram to wherever your gate is. And there were so many people at this airport that the entire room for security was just 
full of people. Lines just zigzagging across the entire floor all the way to like the other side of the room to like the center hallway area. And then the line was extending into the center area just for security. This is just for security. Okay. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Why, where are all these people going? And I like, I get, yeah, it was like a Saturday during the summer, but also at the same time, it's like, what isn't Saturday usually the day where you're on vacation? You know, usually travel days is probably like a Thursday and a Monday, right? Because you, or maybe a Friday morning, right? Because you party Friday night and you have the weekend. The weekend is the party time, okay? Why is everyone flying on a Saturday? I don't know. Maybe everyone had the same idea where they're like, oh, nobody's going to be flying on a Saturday because that's a party day. So let's fly on that day. And then we all, we all realized, yeah, this was a bad idea. Everyone flies on Saturday. <laughs> But not even that, like even just to like check in for your flight. I mean, I, I did online check-in, but I, I, I was checking a bag. So I had my boarding pass, but I still needed to go through the line to drop off my bag so they could put it on the plane. So I, you know, have my bag at Vegas. Um, and the line for that was insane. I mean, just, just the bag drop-off line was insane, right? Because they have two separate lines. They have one line for um, check-in and baggage drop. So that's where you check in for your flight and get your boarding pass and you check your bag, right? And then there's just like the express lane where it's literally all you do is just go up and you drop off your bag. You show your ID, you show your boarding pass, you drop off your bag and you're good to go, right? Both of those lines were just filled to the brim. I mean, the express express baggage drop was like throughout the entire line for their area and it was extending all the way down the check-in way you know, down like two, three airlines, you know, check-in desks. Like it was insane. But uh, luckily my friend, she had gotten there a little bit earlier than I was and the line was moving fast. And so when we got there, they were like at the very front of the line. And I, I went to the back cause I'm, you know, I'm not going to cut all these people, but she's like, she like calls me. She's like, dude, just just come up with us, you know, just drop off your bag. You know, it would just be easier that way. I felt terrible, but I was like, okay, fine. And I went up and I got to the front of the line. So I, I skipped that entire line, but we still had to go through the entire security line. But, uh, but, but also like, we didn't really have to go through all of the security line because, you know, a person in our party was handicapped. So we were able to go in the handicap line. So that went a little bit faster. There was still kind of a line for that, but it was faster than standing in like the the, the humanity, you know, I mean, holy shit, there was so many fucking people, but yeah, so we go through security, everything's all well and good, and then I haven't had my coffee yet, right, because, I mean, I guess I totally could have gotten it before I left for the airport, because, you know, we left at like 7.30, I could have had my coffee on the way there, but I was just like, you know, there's usually coffee places at the airport, also, I didn't realize the airport was gonna be as busy as it was, so I was just like, it's gonna be no problem, right, there's a Starbucks every five feet everywhere you go in Florida, right? So there's going to be a, a Starbucks wherever our gate is, right? And sure enough, there was, right? Big surprise. But um, yeah, when we got to our gate and when I wanted to get my coffee, I mean, there was a huge ass line for Starbucks. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to stand in that line, you know? And so I, because also we had been waiting for so long that our like boarding was going to start in like 30 minutes. Right. And so I was like, 
you know, this line looks like it's going to take 30 minutes. And like, I just, I, you know, I, I just don't want to be late. You know, I, I don't want to be late. Right. But also I didn't think it was going to be too much of a problem because I was like zone three for boarding, which is like probably the last zone to board. So I was like, Hey, even when they start boarding, whatever time it was, right. It's going to be 30 minutes before they get to my zone anyway. So like I have a buffer time, but I still, I just didn't want to wait in that line. Right. So I, I tried going to another place right next to it. It was like, you know, there's like convenience shops, whatever you want to call it. It's like where they have all the snacks and drinks. And sometimes they have like tourist clothing that says like, oh, you know, Florida, uh, I survived Florida hurricanes and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I went there because I thought I was like, okay, well, probably they're going to have those like, you know, like those prepackaged um, iced Starbucks, like Frappuccino coffee drink things. You know what I'm saying? They come in like the glass bottles and shit. I I was like, okay, for sure they're probably going to have that because, once again, it's Starbucks. Everyone's going to have it, right? I always see those everywhere I go. And so I go over there, and of course, they don't have any, okay? Like, pretty much all their shelves were cleaned out, which I thought was insane. You know, a lot of people were buying soda. And I'm like, dude, you realize it's like 8.45 in the morning, and you're you're drinking a Mountain Dew. Like, what? what are you doing with your life? Okay. <laughs> so they didn't have any coffee. I was really feeling it. You know, I just, I, I like drinking coffee. And so I was like, you know, screw it. I'll just stand in the Starbucks line. It's really not that big of a deal. So I was in the Starbucks line and, uh, I managed to get to my gate like two minutes before boarding started. Right. So it did take a while to get through the line, but, um, you know, I didn't really care because I just wanted coffee, and it was the only place that was that was selling coffee, and so I was like, I whatever, you know, no big deal. Uh, but I, I did see someone standing in line who had like one of those backpacks, those like pet carrier backpacks that have like the clear, uh, they're like clear bags, and they had like their cat in there. I thought that was adorable. I was like, oh man, I got to get that from for uh for Maverick for my cat, you know. So that was kind of cute, but. But I got to say, I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but Starbucks, oh my gosh, dude, getting shit from Starbucks is the worst. It takes so long to do fucking anything. And I I just, I don't understand why, okay? I know Starbucks is popular, okay? I know that usually when you go to a Starbucks, there's a ton of people there, but there's times where I go to Starbucks and it's like me and like three other people and it's still horrendous how long it takes to get anything, right? Right? Like you, you stand in line for like 30 minutes just to get up to the line and order something. And then it takes you the equal amount of time to just receive your drink. Right. And so they have like this crowd of people just standing around in front of the, uh, the pickup area, just waiting for the drinks or whatever it is that they're buying. And I'm just like, you know, I, I understand. Okay. It's busy. They're probably working overtime or something like that, right? But there was like 20 people working behind this Starbucks. It was a tiny ass Starbucks too. There was like 20 people working there, okay? And how is it that it takes you guys 30 minutes to just give me a simple uh, caramel latte? That's what I got. Why does it take you 30 minutes to make my caramel latte when I can go to Dunkin', order a caramel latte with the equal amount of people, and they give it to me before I even finish paying for it? There's like, boom, here you go. Here's your caramel latte. I, I knew you were getting that, so I started making it before we even walked in the door. Like, that's that's how fast Duncan is. 
compared to Starbucks. So I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why does it take one person five seconds and it takes you five hours? I don't know. But regardless, I got my coffee. I was happy. It's good. I do enjoy Starbucks. Like they do have good shit. It's just like sometimes, actually every time, whenever I go there to order anything, it's just like, it's a pain in the ass. It just, (laughs) I hate it. But whatever. I got my coffee, went to the gate. And um, like right before we're about to start boarding, the the guy at the um, the counter, whatever the counter's called, whatever he's whatever his title is, the guy at the counter was like, "Hey, look, we need two volunteers for exit seats," you know. And I was, I'm like, "I'm I'm all over that." So I just I walked up and I'm like, "Dude, I'll volunteer." So he's like, "All right, what's your name?" And blah 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 blah. So I told him he gave me a new boarding pass with my new seating assignment, and it was a middle seat. Right. And usually I hate middle seats. Okay. I hate middle seats. I dislike window seats, but they're a little bit more favorable than, uh, middle seats. I like aisle seats. Okay. Aisle exit row is pretty much like top notch seat for me on a plane. Okay. Aside from first class, obviously, but you know, being the middle class cheapo that I am exit row aisle seat is like my first class. Okay. So that, that's the seat I enjoy. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'll take more leg room over, uh, an aisle seat in a regular seat, you know? So I was, I was fine with it. Right. And so we get on the plane and when I'm walking to my seat, which also, by the way, this plane did have a row 13 cause I was fucking sitting in it, <laughs> which I was tripping. Cause I was like, well, then why did my other flight not have a 13? Because I thought, because I talked about this when I thought my plane was going to crash, right? There was no row 13. And so I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense because we don't put 13 on buildings because it's like unlucky and shit. So I guess I understand that. But this plane just has a 13 and now I'm sitting in it, you know? So that was already a bad omen. But luckily the demons decided to take a break that day because my flight was fine. Um, but I I walk up to my seat and there's these two people, uh, you know, on either side of me, they're already seated there and, um, they're talking to each other and they have like a bag on my seat. And so I just walk up and I'm like, Oh, um, you know, that's my seat. Like, okay. So they move the bag. I sit down and they just, the entire flight, just talking over me, the entire flight, both of them just like looking at each other, talking to each other. And I was waiting for one of them to be like, oh, you know, we can switch, you know, something like that. Like I'd either window seat, aisle seat, I don't give a fuck. Okay. But I thought like one of them would be like, hey, I feel bad talking over you. So how about we switch seats? But no, they just kept talking over me. And every once in a while, they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, but you know what? You're going to live with this. So we're going to continue talking over you. (laughs) But it didn't really bother me that much because I just put my AirPods in and I was watching uh, watching my show. But I mean, like for like the first hour or so of the flight, they were doing work. Okay. And the lady was really rude with, with this, because like, if she was going to pass anything to the guy, she just passed it right in front of me, like in front of my screen. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, for sure. I'm not watching anything right here. You know, like that's cool. The dude on the other hand, if he was passing anything back to her, he would go over my screen and I'm like, thank you. I do wish that we did switch seats, but at least you're, 
giving me the courtesy of going over my screen because you know I'm fucking watching something. But her, no. She's like, hey, these big-ass papers, I'm just going to plop them right in front of your screen. I'm like, fuck you. But yeah, they were doing work for the for the first hour or so of the flight. And my AirPods died like two and a half hours into the flight because, I mean, I've had these AirPods for like four years now, going on four years, something like that. And so their battery life is not what they used to be, okay? They're Gen 1 AirPods. They used to last like four or five hours, something like that. I think that's what they were advertised for. But now they don't last any more than two and a half hours, apparently, because they were fully charged when I took them out to start watching my show. But anyway, so they died, so I had to put them in the case so they could charge back up for the for the next uh, two and a half hours. And um, while I had them charging, the the people on either side of me, you know, they had finished their work that they were doing or so, but they're still talking over me. And at this point, they had gotten drinks. Now, it's it's weird because I've been on United and Delta flights, right? And I've been on cheaper flights like Allegiant and now Frontier, right? And it's just, it's very funny to see the difference in like the, the people who fly on these things because it's like on both flights, alcohol is going to be extra, right? But when you go on a cheaper flight, I, I don't think I've ever been on a cheap flight where the people next to me did not buy some sort of alcoholic drink. And it's usually like Sprite and vodka or Coke and rum. Like the like always, every single time I go on a cheaper flight, people buy that shit. But, but, if, but if I go on Delta or United, people just either don't get anything, get a water or get a soda or coffee. I've gotten a coffee a few times on flights. But um, yeah, it's just, it's funny because it's just like, why are people more inclined to buy alcohol on these cheaper flights than on like Delta United? I mean, maybe because the alcohol is cheaper, but it's just like, it's also like, guys, it's like 10 in the morning and you're, <laughs> you're drinking Coke and rum. You know, it's like, really? You're going to do that? But anyways, at this point when my AirPods had to recharge, there were like two drinks in, right? And you can tell. And so they're just like talking away and they're talking about, um, they're, they're talking about like gossip, their business and like partying in Vegas. And like, it was just kind of funny to like, I wasn't intentionally trying to eavesdrop it. I mean, what the fuck are you going to do when you're sitting in between the people having a conversation? You know what I'm saying? But, um, I mean, the, the dude was just talking about how, um, he's like, oh man, the last time we partied in Vegas, you have no idea how much I needed that. I was in such a bad place and I just needed to gamble and party and all this stuff. And she's like, oh, you're so welcome. You know, I, I knew something was wrong. And so I, I just thought I had to take you. And I'm just like, what? You know, and it's just like, it's also weird because they were, they're in the AC business. Okay. I don't know what, I don't know what company. Okay. But I know they're talking about AC. They're in the AC business because they're talking about, uh, make like doing, AC work on buildings like oh did you cover the the AC on that building the other the other week or something like that and he's like oh yeah no I covered that blah 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 stuff right and then they're talking about how the guy starts talking about how like somebody they work with I don't remember the person's name but you know I'm just gonna make up a name um he's like oh you know Debbie tried to try to give me some edibles but they weren't that good and the the chick was like She's like, oh, really? What, what what kind of like edibles did, did she try to give you? And he's like, oh, it's like the ones you made. And I don't remember what 
it was, but I'm just going to say like weed brownies or something like that. And dude, she, she went off at the fact that this Debbie chick was trying to make, uh, weed brownies just like her. And I'm just like, it's not really that unique of a thing to do. You know, like that's a pretty common edible to make weed brownies. Like <laughs> you don't, you, you don't own the, 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 the trademark on weed brownies, you know, but she was like going off on this Debbie chick. She's like, Oh fuck that bitch. Get, trying to take my shit. And I'm just like, dude, chill. They're like, they're like in their mid forties or mid fifties and stuff like that. They just look like average working class white people. And they're talking about getting wasted and gambling and eating edibles and gossiping like they're high schoolers and shit. And I'm just like, what the hell? You know? Yeah, she was going off on this on this Debbie chick. I felt bad for Debbie. I was like, dude, she has no idea that these two people just hate her guts just because she tried to make this guy feel better by making them edibles. <laughs> she probably thought he she probably realized something was wrong too. She's like, you know what? Maybe I'll brighten his day by giving him a little bit of weed. You know, so she out of the kindness of Debbie's little heart, okay, she made little Debbies, unintentional. Uh, <laughs> pun there, but she made little Debbies for him, little weed brownies. And she's like, you know what, Philip, I don't know his name, Philip, here, here's some weed brownies for you. You know, th- this will cheer you up. And he's like, how dare you try to make weed brownies just like Stacy? God. And he goes up to Stacy. He's like, you know what, Debbie just tried to pull on me. She tried to give me weed brownies. She tried to make me feel better. Only you can do that. And they're not even married. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I thought they were a couple. Like, I thought that they were married and shit. But no, they're not. They were just friends because they were talking about how, like, they were talking about each of their own dogs. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, my dog does this. And like, oh, well, my dog does that. And so, like, okay, well, clearly you guys aren't together. You guys just work together. Um, But, yeah, I don't know if they were going there for business or uh, for partying. Because for the first hour of the flight, the fact that they were, you know, trading work papers, right, I assumed, okay, this is a business trip. And then they were talking about how they always go to Vegas to party. I was like, okay, wait, so are you partying or are you working or are you both? Maybe you're doing both. I don't know. Maybe you're going to work a little bit and then you're going to party at night. I don't know. But yeah, it's just like, I felt so bad for Debbie though. I was like, she has no idea. She has no idea. These people just hate her guts for making little Debbies for them. You know, all she wanted to do was make Philip smile. That's all she wanted to do. And then Philip is like, you know what? I'm going to go snitch on you to Stacy. I'm going to tell her what you just tried to pull. Okay? Trying to make me feel good? Only Stacy, a mere coworker, can do that for me. Okay? Only Stacy can take me on a trip out to Vegas and get me plastered and then give me edibles to make me feel better. Only Stacy can do that. Debbie, fuck you. God, I hate you. Trying to make me edibles. <laughs> But yeah, they were talking about how the, like the last time they went to Vegas, like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run with these names. They're talking about how like Stacy like got plastered the last time and she forgot everything that happened. And Philip was like, yo, but you were going crazy, you know? And she's like, I can't even believe I did that. I don't remember what it was, okay? I'm like half listening because I'm trying not to eavesdrop, but once again, like I said, it's hard not to when you're sitting in between the people having the conversation, okay? But uh, my AirPods were finally filled back up, like recharged within like 30 minutes, which, you know, still like charging is pretty fast, which is good. Hey, okay? I wasn't, I was, I was able to drown out the, the, the conversation, though it was enjoyable to eavesdrop a little bit. 
It was also depressing, okay, for for Debbie, okay? Still, I feel terrible for Debbie. Debbie, if you're out there listening, Philip and Stacy don't like you because you try to make edibles for Stacy, okay? Just so you know, they're fake friends. So drop them, okay? Stick with the real ones. Anyway, so I, I put my AirPods back in and I, I finished watching my show. And when we were, like, the, most of the flight was fine, okay? Other than the people talking over me, there wasn't really that big of a problem because they only worked for like the first hour. I, I couldn't hear their conversation when I had my AirPods in, right? I had plenty of leg room. The seat was comfortable enough. Uh, the only problem was like when we were trying to land, uh, I don't know, like maybe the maybe the pilot fell asleep like right at the end because like our, our plane was like going smooth, right? It's just like flying like a normal plane, right? Um, but when we were coming in for landing, the plane started like tilting you know, like to, to the right, to my side. So like, I'm, I'm sitting like this and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Right. I thought we were turning, but when I looked at the window, like we're, we're not even turning, we're still going straight, but our plane is just like slanted like this. And I'm like, what, what the hell is going on? And when we're coming into landing, I was like, yeah, we're going to crash. We're definitely going to crash because this plane is not stable. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm like, maybe there's a lot of wind or something like that. I don't know. But we're about to find out because when we get off this this plane, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to know, right? And uh, But luckily, we land, but the landing was crazy, okay? Like, we were drifting and shit, and, like, the plane was, like, going crazy. I honestly, I thought we were going to crash, you know? <laughs> Which, once again, it's not normal for that to happen to me. Like, I don't usually, I don't usually convince myself that we're going to crash. Like, like I've said before... I always, I usually think about what I would do if the plane was to crash, but I never actually think the plane is going to crash. But, um, this time I, th- I thought like, I thought we were going to like fuck up the landing gear or something like that. Or maybe we we're going to like fuck up the wing a little bit, you know, but luckily we were fine. And I was like, I, there better be a lot of wind out there or else I'm going to be questioning what the fuck was going down. Right. And, uh, we get off the plane. Right. And immediately like going through the, the, I don't know what do you call it the the gangway I think is the proper term for it the the tunnel that takes you from the plane to the to the airport building um you could already tell it was warm right it it was it was warm and it it's crazy the Las Vegas airport because like the the difference between Las Vegas and like most airports that I've been into like the advertisements in Vegas is insane like literally every almost every square inch it's just advertisements, you know, whereas like Orlando, like, yeah, sure, there are advertisements, but usually the advertisements are regulated to whatever the store is, right? But no, like this place has advertisements up the yin yang, dude. It was insane. I've never seen so many advertisements in one place. Like it, it made Times Square look like nothing, you know, it was just, it was crazy. I thought it was crazy. Okay. Yeah, so advertisements was all over the place. Also, the airport, I kind of felt was a little confusing, but, you know, whatever. It's neither here nor there. So we, we get to the baggage claim, pick up my bag, right? And we're about to walk out the doors, and um, my, my friend's my friend's mother was talking about how we need to get, you know, a cab, right? Or like some, like an Uber or something like that. So I guess I guess some dude overheard, and he came over real fancy like right black suit and he's like he's like oh uh you guys need a ride and she's like yeah 
we're, we're going to, to MGM Grant. And he's like, oh, you know, like, uh, I, I could take you there and all that stuff. And she's like, okay, well, well what do you charge? And he's like, $65 flat rate. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't usually take cabs or Uber or anything like that. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Really don't care. Um, but she's like, okay. He's like, well, let, let me take you to the car, right? And as we're walking, I was already a little suspicious, okay? Because I was like, why is this random dude coming over to us, offering us a random ride when he's not a, an Uber driver or a cab driver or something like that. But I don't know, maybe that's common for big cities like this, you know? And uh, as we're walking to the car, my friend's mother, she like looks at him and she's like, now, how do you know, how do I know that you're not going to like kidnap us and traffic us, you know? And I was like, like, holy fuck, you know? <laughs> and he's like, oh no, you don't, got, you don't got to worry about that. And I was like, you know, that's like weirdly not comforting. You know what I mean? Like usually I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't really know how you would respond to that, but I would just be like, I would just be like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would laugh and be like, I'd be like, no dude, that, that ain't, well, I mean, I don't know. That still kind of sounds uncomfy too. being like, no dude, dog, that ain't me. You know, <laughs> it's, like, how do you answer that without like sounding suspicious, you know? Be like, no, that's not me. Or I guess you could say like, oh, no, I work for a company. This is the company. You can look us up and stuff like that. But also you could totally be lying. You know, you could just like, I could say I work for Uber and then actually like be a, a trafficker, you know, like you could, you could lie about that. But also at the same time, I guess Uber, you would order that. And so you would know what car is coming to you. So, um, I guess that is a difference, but, um, but yeah. We didn't get trafficked, obviously, because I'm I'm still here. But uh, yeah, he takes us to the car, and we went outside. No wind. I'm telling you guys right now, there was absolutely no wind. It was just hot. It was just warm. But there was no wind. And so I was like, yo, what was up with that pilot? You know? Why was why was he drifting and tilting in the air? And when I talked to my friend about it, because I, I didn't know if she noticed. Yeah, she, she noticed, too. And she's like, well, you know, when we were, when we were getting off the plane, I, I smelled smoke. And I'm like, you know, it would be insane if like the right engine died or something like that. Like while we were, while we were flying, <laughs> that's why we were, we were like, while we were tilted to that side because we had no power over there. Like that would be insane. I don't know what actually happened. Maybe the pilot was drunk. Maybe he was uh, passed out. I have no idea. Maybe it was the first time. Maybe it was his first time landing or something like that. I don't know. But it was just very weird. But I'm just going to say the right engine died because it sounds like a cooler thing to survive than just my, my pilot was a little sleepy. You know what I'm saying? So the right engine died. That's why we were, why we were uh, you know, tilted. And so we get to the car. And it was a really nice, like, brand new uh, Chevy Suburban. And one thing I noticed in Vegas... A shit ton of people have brand new Chevy Suburbans, and they're all black. Okay, everyone has a nice ass car. Like every Uber driver that we that we rode with had a nice ass car, and I was thinking, you know, that kind of makes sense. You know, it's a it's a big city. A lot of people, or it's a big touristy area, and a lot of people gotta take Ubers places. You know, a lot of people need rides and stuff like that. But um. One Uber driver that we were with, she was talking about how there's too many Uber drivers here and it's hard to get a it's hard to get a ride. And so it's like, okay, well, 
where are you making this money for this brand new Chevy Suburban? You know, I mean, I think hers was like a brand new GMC, whatever theirs are called, Yukons. I don't know. But it was essentially the same thing. It was like those big Suburban Cadillac Escalade cars, all black once again, brand new. So it's like, where are you guys affording all these cars, right? But whatever. So we, we get to the hotel. He didn't traffic us. That was nice. And uh, we get to the hotel, MGM Grand. And um, yeah, it was just like, it was insane. It was it was surreal being in the desert. And I got to say, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I actually really enjoyed the environment. You know, it was, it was a very different look, obviously, right? Because there's like hardly any real grass anywhere. Like, yeah, there's like desert bushes or whatever they're called. Um, didn't see too many cacti, but yeah, I mean, we definitely saw a lot of like those desert bushes. I don't even know what they're called. Shrubs, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like mainly like, they're just like twigs, you know? So there was a lot of those and I just, I enjoyed the environment. Sue me. I don't know. Like even though it was like 104 degrees, I, I was like, I never sweat. The entire time I was there, um, I didn't really get extremely hot. I mean, yes, it was warm, but it it was I wasn't hot, you know. And it was it was just it was nice. It was actually nice. Uh, the only bad thing I would say is the fact that it's still like ninety five degrees in the middle of the night. That was insane. I was like, okay, the night needs to be cool. Okay, it needs to be like a nice sixty or. 50 degrees, you know, because like I think it, like here in Florida, I think it usually gets down to like 64 or something like that at night, which is nice. But no, in Vegas, like, no, we're, we're, we're a nice 94 degrees. I think one night, though, it did get down to like 79, which that was that was that was really nice. Actually, uh, a 79 in Vegas is not the same as a 79 in Florida. Um, but yeah, one night it was it was 79. But the night we got there. It was it was like ninety five degrees at night, and so yes, it was still warm. And yes, that was weird for it being like the middle of the night and it being 90, 95 degrees. But um, we get to the hotel, we got a nice ass like suite. I took some uh, photos. If you follow me on Instagram, you you would you would have seen uh, the photos I put on my story of like our view. Um, I, I made like two Instagram posts of photos that we took there, and all that stuff. So yeah, me and my friend, we got there. We were waiting for our other friends to get in because like I said, they were getting in at like 4.30 Vegas time. And so we went to the the buffet in the MGM Grand. That was a nice buffet. They had good food, I, I gotta say. Um, And then our, our buddies came in around 4.30 uh, and they got to the, the hotel like, I don't know, a little bit later than that. I don't remember, but like we brought them up to their rooms and all that stuff. And I think we just like kind of chilled in our hotel rooms a little bit until around dinner time because we were we were going to, to In-N-Out and I've never been to In-N-Out before that. And so In-N-Out was a little bit down the street, right? It was like a... I think it was like a 20 minute walk, but it was like a seven minute drive or something like that. I can't remember. And so I didn't know what we were doing. 
Okay, but I kind of thought that we made a consensus that we were going to take an Uber. Because I remember before we were going, we were talking about how we were pretty much going to be taking Uber everywhere. So I was fully expecting to take a shit ton of Ubers, which we did take a few Ubers, but not as much as I thought. We did a lot more walking than Ubering, I would say. But um, my friend, she had busted her ankle in a a car wreck. And so uh, her ankle was still kind of messed up around this time. And so she wasn't really supposed to be walking on it a whole lot, right? So when we were bringing up walking, uh, our other friend is like, well, you know, like, should you really be walking on your your ankle like that for that period of time and blah, 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 all this stuff? And she was saying how, like, you know, she can handle it. It'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, guys, I'm hungry, okay? I just want to get in and out because we were also talking about Ubering and they're like, oh, it's just going to be like seven bucks to to drive us there, which I'm like, I'm totally fine because we're, we're going to split it. And I'm like, dude, I'm totally fine with splitting seven bucks for an Uber ride. Like, I really don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not trying to save pennies on this trip, okay? Honestly, I saved, I saved a shit ton of money just to spend a lot of money. That was the whole point. I thought we were going like all out on this bitch, right? But now we get here and you all want to be like, okay, well, let, let's let's save a few dollars. It's like, no, let's go all out, okay? Splitting, okay, there was like, okay, there was five of us on this Vegas trip, okay? And it's like, dude, you're talking about splitting $7 between five people and you're complaining that that's like too much? Like, come on, <laughs> You know what I mean? Because they're talking about how they're like, oh, you know, it's eight bucks if we leave from MGM. Oh, shit. My PC's going to die. Hang on. I'll continue this in a second. All right. We're back. All right. So we were talking about they're like, oh, you know, it's like eight bucks if we leave from MGM Grand, but it's seven bucks if we leave from New York, New York, which was the hotel that was just on the other side of the street from MGM Grand, just across the street. And I'm like, dude... If we're going to walk, let's walk, okay? If we're going to take an Uber, let's take an Uber. But I'm not going to walk from one hotel to another to save a single dollar, okay? Like, seriously? Is that, like, what we're doing, you know? But my friend, she just kept saying, she's like, dude, guys, I can walk. And so I I said to, well, I, I didn't want to get involved, honestly. But I was thinking to myself, I was like, look, bro. She knows her injury better than any of us, right? If she says she can do it, then let her do it, you know? And if she needs to take a break, if she decides, I don't want to I don't want finish walking or anything like that, then we'll cross that bridge, right? We'll take a break or we'll just get an Uber, right? But if we're going there, instead of spending 45 minutes discussing whether we take one route or the other, let's just start heading over there, whichever whichever way we want to go, right? And so like, finally, we came to a consensus after like an hour of debating about what we were going to do, right? And um, we decided that we were going to walk, okay? And so we started walking and, you know, we, we took a break a, a few times. We took some photos on the way there. Uh, I posted some of those photos on my Instagram. You can check those out at Real J Lions. Um, yeah, we took a few photos on our walk over there. It it was, it was a hike. I gotta say like 
it wasn't too bad though. We it, it didn't take us twenty minutes to walk there. I think it took us like maybe ten minutes, ten minutes to walk over there. So it really wasn't that far, right? It was literally just down the street a little bit. And um, yeah, but I, I gotta say, like it was um, it was very, <laughs> it was kind of creepy walking walking down the uh walking down the 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 streets at night cuz it was like it was like 11 o'clock at night Vegas time something like that when we were walking or okay wait no no I think I think it was like 8 or 9 o'clock at night Vegas time but I I kept I was still on Florida time at that point so like I kept looking at my watch and my watch was still on Florida time and it would say like 11, but I think it was actually like eight or nine, but I was getting tired because I usually go to bed around midnight here in Florida. And so that was around eight or nine Vegas time is like when I usually go to sleep. So I was kind of getting a little bit tired and I was very hungry. Okay. Uh, so it was, but it was creepy walking down the street at night on Vegas because I mean, there was like, there was some like strange characters around like, okay. So we were walking down the street and along the, like behind the hotels behind like New York, New York, um, which direction would that be? I think that was like North. I think we were headed North, something like that. I don't know. We're walking down the street one way and behind the hotels where New York, New York is, there's like a freeway, right? So in order to get to In-N-Out, In-N-Out was just on the other side of the highway. So we had to walk to the highway and then walk over the highway, right? They had a they had an overpass and there was a sidewalk and you just walk over the overpass and you get to the other side and In-N-Out is right there. And so when we're going there, right? We're we're going towards like the highway and the sidewalk takes us down under one of the exit ramps or something like that and then you go back up over the overpass right and so when we get to the part where we're going under the the exit ramp this dude comes out from the shadows okay and my heart just dropped and started racing right and he's got like a hood on he's got pants on and he's got like a mask on like you can't see his face at all right and he's like jiggling something under his sleeve. And I'm like, bro's bro has a knife. Bro has a knife. One of us is getting stabbed, right? And my my two friends, they were like a little bit behind me, uh, a little bit behind us. The three of us were three of us were up in the front and two of us were in the back. And so I was like, Well, I'm I'm gonna go back towards them, right? So like I I just kinda like wait, let them catch up, and I just sort of like <laughs> place myself between them and this weird dude because I'm like yeah, I don't know. I just, I just did that because I was like, no, this guy's creeping me out. I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this shit, right? And I, I honestly, he was jiggling something under his sleeve, and I'm like, bro's got a knife. Uh, and he was just was like looking down. You could tell he was like kind of like looking up at us, but then he just like passed, and I was like, thank God. And I, I let, I let them go in front of me, and just kind of like watch this guy leave, because I'm like, no, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. That was like one of the scariest moments of my life <laughs> was just this dude coming out of the the shadows honestly it was it was not okay it was not okay but yeah we made it out from under the the exit 
the ex- the exit ramp. I was like, thank God we're back in the open. Okay. We go over the overpass and, and we go to in and out First time going to in and out Okay. I didn't really have high hopes. Like I wasn't expecting this to be gourmet food, right? I wasn't expecting sit down restaurant quality of food, but considering everyone who ever goes or lives in some city out West, mainly it's LA, everyone goes to In-N-Out and everyone has to post about the fact that they went to In-N-Out, okay? Everyone does. And I just, I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, yes, In-N-Out was very intriguing to me, okay? Because it was clearly a popular thing. It had um, a neat aesthetic to it, you know? Being a photography film dude and stuff like that, I, I, you know, I'm down with a good aesthetic. I'm, I'm, I'm good with a cool setting, you know? I get, I'm, I'm, I get jiggy with it a little bit, you know. So I, I was, I was intrigued. I was intrigued about the place. It does look nice. I did want to go there, okay. But I, I just don't understand. I didn't understand what was so great about this place. Like I thought it had to be the food, right? I thought it had to be that it was just really good burgers or something like that, you know. And I was just like. You know, it's just, it, it has to be some big thing. So I was excited about going. I wanted to go. And I went there and yes, the aesthetic was cool. I wanted to get a t-shirt there. They, they had a, they had um, this like, this like wall, right? Where they, it was like advertisements for themselves and they showed like two t-shirts and some other merchandise and stuff like that. They're like, oh, you know, like if you want to buy this stuff, like let us know. But if you want to get a t-shirt, you have to go to our merchandise store, which is next next door. And I'm like, holy shit, this restaurant has a separate merchandise store. That's insane. Right. But I was also kind of pissed. Cause I was like, dude, I don't want to go to another store just to get a t-shirt. Like, why, why can't I just, why can't I just walk up to you guys and be like, can I get a burger? Also, can I get that t-shirt? Right. Cause it was like a, it was a plain white t-shirt. I just had like the in and out logo on the, like right here. And it just said like Las Vegas and stuff like that. And I don't know what the back had, if it had anything, cause it didn't show the back, but, um, I thought it was cool and I wanted it. You know, I was like, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a J shirt right there. That's a shirt that I would totally wear and that I want to wear. So I was like, why can't I just walk up and say, can I get a burger? And can I get that t-shirt too? Like, no, I have to order a burger. Then when I'm done, I have to go to the other place. But uh, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go there because the place was closed already. So it's like, I got screwed out of a t-shirt and we never went back over there to get the t-shirt. So that kind of sucks. And they don't they don't sell that t-shirt online because they have an online store. I, I looked and they don't have that t-shirt. And I was pissed. Cause that was I, I really wanted that, you know. <laughs> but whatever. So I got a burger and I got the onions on it, which I don't know. Apparently that's like a taboo thing. Like that's that's a bad thing because my my buddy who lives in California, when I posted on my story that uh I went to In N Out. Um, he's like, he's like, you didn't get the onions, did you? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, is that a bad thing? <laughs> like, what's wrong with the onions? You know? But yeah. So I put, I put on my story that I went to in and out, uh, because I, I finally, I made it, you know, I was one of the cool kids. Finally, I finally made it to the West coast. Well, not really coast, but I made it to the West side. I was finally cool. Finally went to in and out. And I gotta say, People may freak out about this, okay? But I'm, I'm going to say it. It was okay food. It wasn't the best, honestly. Like, I've 
I gotta say, Chick-fil-A still trumps. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is still probably the best fast food, I gotta say, you know? And people may also freak out about this too, but uh, honestly, I think I probably prefer a, a, a steak and shake burger over an In-N-Out one. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to tell you. It just wasn't... It was good, but it wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever had. It's not like a, a meal where I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I got to get another one of these burgers sometime soon. You know, I would go again because still I like the aesthetic of it. I think it's, it's, a, it's a cool place. It's got decent food. Um, but just, I don't know. It just wasn't, it, it, I don't know. I don't think it matched the hype. I don't think it matched the hype at all. I think a lot of people hyped it up on social media. Probably be probably because of the aesthetic. Probably because it's a good photo op, and also probably because it's a West Coast thing. So it's like uh, a uniqueness factor, so to speak. You know, and then people are like, one person posted it, and they're like, "Oh, what place is that?" And it's like, "Oh, it's In and Out, only on the West Coast." Well, I gotta go there. Then they post a picture, and then the, the cycle starts where it becomes this big thing where everyone's like, "I have to go because I have to take a picture because I have to let everyone know I'm a cool kid." You know. I'm 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 a cool I'm a I'm a cool guy. You know? I'm I'm one of I'm one of these hip kids. I'm hip on the new shit. You know? Lip ban, lit, lit fam bay, you know? You know what I'm saying? The place is lit. Hanging with my fam and my bay. Not at the same time, different times, but both my fam and my bay be going there with me and it be lit low key, high key. Actually high key, not low key. High key, very, very lit. <laughs> but yeah, that's so it, it was it was decent. It was decent. That's all that's all I'll say. And so um yeah, we took some photos in front of In and Out because once again I had to really hammer home to to everyone that I went to In and Out. So I posted that photo on Instagram. I was like, guys, I went to In and Out. I'm white and I'm cool. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was the first night. That was the first day. We went back to the hotel room. We, we kind of uh, chilled there for a little bit, and they we they turned my friends because it was for their twenty first birthday, and they're they're twins. So they turned twenty one like that night because um I think their birthday was Sunday, and so like midnight Las Vegas time they were officially twenty one, and so. They they wanted to go. They wanted to immediately start gambling. Now I really didn't have any real intention of gambling, right? I I wasn't really planning on it a whole lot. I wasn't like dying to to do that. I I thought like if I probably would try it to kind of because I honestly I don't understand casino games still. Even though I played a little bit when I was there. Spoiler alert: I played a little bit. I still don't understand what I'm doing. What any of it means? Okay, still probably one of the most confusing games ever it's like why can't you just put candy crush where i win actual money like that's real simple and plus i'm a god at candy crush okay i still play that game i'm like on level 450 okay i'm a pro still y'all's grandma out there is probably on level 1500 but you know i'm getting there okay they're they're a little bit more pro than i am okay but i'm i'm a pro i'm a pro at candy crush and so like if if you made that into a casino game i would kill Okay, easy million dollars in five minutes. 
Okay, I'm a god at that game. Do you know how many times I've beat levels on the first try in Candy Crush? I've had a streak going on of like 50 first-time wins. Okay? Your boy's a pro. Your boy's a winner taking home the W. I don't know why I'm going off on Candy Crush, okay? But I'm just saying, why can't it just be a simpler game like that? But my friends, they were keen on gambling, and so they wanted to go down to the casino because the, the casino is open like 24-7. 24 hours a day, always open, never closes, right? And so they, they were very keen on going to the, to the casino. So we went downstairs to the casino. Um, their their mother, she she gambles uh, uh, quite a bit. I don't want to make it sound like she's an addict, but it's like, you know, she gambles a hell of a lot more than I do, okay? But pretty much anyone who does one time gambles a lot more than me, except now because I've actually gambled, but... Yeah, so so we want we invited her down because we're like, because I've I've heard her win a lot of money. Like my friend be telling me sometimes she goes gambling and she'd be bringing home the bread. Like I heard she won eight hundred dollars one time, and I was like, "You don't say." And I, I even specified, I'm like, "Okay, was is this net wins or is this just like she spent a thousand and she got eight hundred back?" You know, because that doesn't count because you you're still in the red, right? But she's like, "No, this is net gains." $800. And I was like, okay, I got to know her secrets. I got to know what she'd be doing. Right. Cause it just sort of like gambling is to me has always felt like a game of chance, which it is. It is. It still is. Don't let anyone fool you. It is a game of chance. It's not luck based. Okay. Like not someone who's lucky is going to win. Okay. But maybe they will. I don't know. But the point is that it's it's literally just chance, okay? It's it's whatever the machine wants to give you, okay? Especially with the electronic machines of nowadays, right? But um, yeah, so I, I wanted to know her secrets, and she didn't spill any secrets, which honestly, I don't blame her because it's like, bro, if I if I'm winning eight hundred dollars and I have like secrets to the trade, why on earth would I want someone else to know those secrets and they be making eight hundred dollars and now I'm screwed? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to keep the money for myself, okay? I respect the grind a little bit, but she came down and she taught us how to play and what things meant, okay? Because um, if you've ever been to a casino, if you've ever played a slot machine or something like that, um, there's like buttons in front of you, right? There's like a, there's a spin button, which is essentially the play button, whatever it is. And there's smaller buttons that are like, oh, what whatever your bet is, right? And everything is point-based, but the points is based off money, right? And so essentially, it's just like, it's just a figure of money, but without the decimal point, right? So 500 points is $5, right? Because it's 5.00. You get it? And so your bet is point-based, right? So the usually the lowest bet you can make that I saw was like 88 points, right? But there were some that were that were 60 points. So it's, it's either one of those, 60 or 88 points. Right. And you can go up to being like 220 points. Right. And so you're, I believe your bet, you have a higher, like the higher bet you make, the higher chance you have at making a lot of money, I think is the gist of it, which of course, but, um, I mean, I always just went the, the smallest points cause I'm like, you know, I'd rather lose my money slowly than like all at once. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather put in $5 and lose it over the course of 20 minutes than put $5 in and lose it in 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? So that was my thought process. 
I also wasn't really expecting to win anything because I've never played. I don't know if there are any secrets. There probably aren't. Once again, it's purely a game of chance, okay? But yeah, so she taught us how to play the machine. She didn't tell us what shit meant. She said you can look up the game rules, but I mean... <laughs> I dare any of you guys to go to a casino and go to a slot machine and look up the game rules and try try to try to fully understand the game with like one reading of it, okay? There's like eight pages of like full-on Harry Potter-sized paragraphs of random shit, right? There's so many symbols of shit. So much symbols mean something and some like, you know, uh, certain circumstances call for something different. And it's just like, honestly, does anyone really know how to play these games, right? I thought the whole point of like slot machines, like especially back in the day when it was like, there was like three slots instead of like now where there's like eight or something like that. I thought the whole point was you're trying to get like three of the same symbol in a row. I thought that was the point, but honestly that I don't even think that matters. I just think as long as you have three of the same symbol on the same page or something like that. Cause like there's like the center row, but I think there's also like two other rows, one on the top and one on the bottom that I, I guess they count as well. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I know how slot machines work. Okay. Cause I don't, but yeah, so I, I overall, Throughout the entire trip, purely on gambling, I lost 20 bucks, which is a lot of money in my book. <laughs> That's 20 bucks I could have used for something else, right? But I don't really regret it that much because I've never gambled before. It was a fun trip. I had fun with my friends. And so, like, you know, it's 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 kind of like whatever. At least I didn't at least I didn't waste like a hundred or fifty or something insane like that. But Still, 20 bucks is a lot of money. But, yeah, so I didn't gamble a whole lot in comparison to uh, my friends. They gambled a shit ton, okay? But they also won a shit ton. I think I think my one friend, she, like, overall won, like, 40 bucks? No, 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 I think she won 80. She won 40 bucks on two different machines. So she won 80 bucks, I think. And I'm like... Can you give 20 of those to back to me so I break even, you know? <laughs> but um yeah, I only went 5 bucks at a time. I didn't I didn't put a full 20 in at once because I couldn't I couldn't split with a full 20 that easily, you know. So I had to, I went 5 bucks at a time. I mainly it was on slot machines, but I I was able to find a electronic blackjack table. That which the card games was what I really wanted to play, but I didn't I didn't really realize until I got there that there was gonna be like a minimum bet, and like the minimum bet for a lot of the like in person blackjack tables with actual cards and stuff like that, like the minimum bet was like fifteen to twenty dollars, and that that's like per round, you know, that's like you're putting twenty bucks in for the next round and shit like that, and I was like, dude, I don't have that that type of money to be betting twenty bucks each round. You know what I mean? Especially the fact that I'm probably going to lose most of them. But, um, yeah, so I, I went to an electronic blackjack table because you were able, like the minimum bet was like a dollar. And so I did that and I was watching my buddy. He, he, he was the one who found the electronic blackjack tables and he really wanted to play blackjack, but he didn't know how to play. So I had to, I had to teach him how to play it. I mean, he knew the general gist of like, you're trying to get 21, right? Everyone knows that the gist is you're trying to get 21. 
but he didn't really know like the value of cards and like how exactly you play and the betting and, and all that stuff and how you win and all that stuff. So I, I had to I had to tell him. And so I was thinking he was going to lose a lot of money on blackjack considering that he didn't really know how to play. But bro was winning money. Like I think he won like, I mean, it's not a lot, but he won like 10 bucks on a electronic blackjack table. So I was like, okay, well, considering I'm pretty decent at blackjack, maybe I'll win 20. Maybe I'll win the 20 back, you know? But I think at this point, I had only lost like 10 or something like that. So I put $5 in and I played blackjack and I lost it all. You know, <laughs> it took me a while. Like every once in a while, I would win the dollar back uh, from from playing around. So like I, I played I played for a while. Like we, we played blackjack for like 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour or something like that. And I only lost five bucks because I kept like going down and then up and then down and then up and then down. But like at the end, I did lose five dollars, which really sucked. Um, I think the only time I was ever ahead was like my first time doing a slot machine and I won five dollars. And I guess I should have cashed out at that point. But, um, you know, I still had rose tinted glasses on where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be like my friend's mom and make $800. The next spin is going to be $800. And then I just lost all that money. <laughs> so I went in with five. I made five more for a 10 and I lost all 10. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't good. It was not good. But yeah, so like I said, we brought her down to teach us. She didn't really teach us. She just taught us how like the point system and how that works. And we gambled a little bit. I didn't gamble that night because I'm like, because we were planning on doing a lot more gambling the next day. Like that was where our block of gambling was going to be. We're going to have like three or four hours of gambling if we wanted to. And so I was, I was saving my money, my gambling money for that. That's what I was saving for. And so I was like, I'm not going to gamble tonight. I am interested in seeing how it works. So I know how to play tomorrow. And so but my, my friend, she she played a little bit that night. Uh, then we found out that we can get MGM rewards cards, which like you you turn that in whenever you buy anything or you uh, you eat at a restaurant or you use a slot machine at any participating MGM locations. And so I got one of those because it was free to sign up. So I got it. And out of all my playing and, and, and eating at restaurants and all that stuff, I got like 230 points or something like that rewards points which you know sounds like a lot it's like oh wow you made you know made 230 points right that's that's great but uh in order to get to the next level to get the next level of benefits for being an mgm rewards member because also if you're an mgm rewards member you do get discounts on stuff but um like the the next level was like pearl or something like that i think you start out on as like sapphire but the next level pearl, you need 20,000 points. 20,000. And on the minimum uses I used my MGM rewards card for, I only made 230. Like, that's going to be a long-ass time before I made 20,000 points. And also the thing that sucks is that apparently your points reset after a year, right? So, and like, I, I, I'm assuming no matter what, right? So, like, you could be, like... 1900 999 right and then like you're like gambling the night before the year runs out or something like that and you go into the next slot machine right you put your card in it reads it. it's like oh shit you got 19,999 points just one more and you get the next level and you're like oh great and 
before you can add any, any points, before you press that spin button, it turns midnight and that year's up, boom. 19,999 points in the wind, gone. And you start back at zero. And I'm like, that is fucking bullshit. But I guess that's, I guess that's what you got to do to bring people back to your casinos e- each and every year, you know? But I don't plan on doing that. I just got the MGM rewards card because I thought it'd be kind of funny to have a, a casino rewards card. <laughs> so I, I have one, even though I have literally, I don't have any intention of gambling anymore. Like it was, it was, it was fun for the party. It was fun for the trip, but like, it's not like I'm going to be like, yo, my buddy, let's go to a uh, hard rock hotel and gamble. But also at the same time, like if if my friend invited me to to go gambling with with her on like a victory casino cruise or um, Hard Rock Hotel Casino, I mean maybe I'll go with my buddies. Yeah, I'll go. Probably won't gamble a whole lot. Probably just once again, probably just do maximum twenty dollars, or maybe I'll just maximize at five dollars because I don't know if I could split with another twenty again. But um, yeah, I mean I'll, I'll go, right? But it's not like it's not like it's going to be something I'm going to do on my free time. It's not going to be like, okay, instead of going on a Royal Caribbean cruise, let's go on a Casino Victory cruise, you know? Or like if I do go on a Royal Caribbean cruise, I'm going to spend all my time in the casino. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun for the trip. It was fun for the trip. And once again, like, I'm surprised I made $5 considering I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, okay, minimum bet. And I'm just like pressing buttons until they're like, holy shit, you won $10 million. Even though that was never going to happen, I think the largest grand prize that I saw was like twelve thousand dollars. But I felt bad because my friend, uh, one of the days that we were in the casino, because we went to f- three different casinos. We went. We, we obviously we were on the one at MGM Grand because that's where we were staying. We also gambled in New York, New York, and then we also gambled in Circus Circus. And um, why why did both of those hotels just like repeat the name? Like that's just kind of weird. Also, but I also have no idea what the outside of Circus Circus looks like because we <laughs> we just drove to it, walked into the casino, and then drove away. I didn't even get to see the hotel. So I just know what the casino looks like in that hotel. Anything else, I have no idea what that place looks like. But um, but yeah. And when we were there, uh, my friend's mom, she's like, oh, well, you know, when you're in the casino, you get free drinks. You know, you get a, you get free beer or whatever it is that you're drinking. And I'm like, now hold on a second. That's a way to keep me incentivized of being in the casino. Now, obviously, you have to assume, and I did assume, that you have to be gambling in order to get a drink. Like, you can't just sit in the casino and be like, give me a beer, and they're like, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole point of them giving you free drinks is to keep you in the casino. Because they're like, as long as you're gambling, you'll get free drinks. So if you want to drink, you got to gamble, you know? Or else you got to pay for it, right? And so uh, when we went to Fremont Street, Fremont, Fremont, I don't know. I think it's F-R-E-M-O-N-T. So I think it's Fremont, but my buddies kept calling it Fremont, but I'm pretty sure it's Fremont. Either way, potato, potato, you know, tomato, tomato, all that shit, right? So we went to Fremont Street and they had a Fremont casino. And so we went in there. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we went to four casinos, right? The, the three hotels and then the Fremont casino. So we go in there and I have yet to get a free drink at any of these casinos because yes, they're free, but I mean, dude, I hardly saw any drink people 
coming around taking drink orders, right? Because th- like there's people walking around that take your order and then they bring you back your drink, right? I hardly saw anybody. But finally, we were at the Vermont Street Casino and we were at me and two of my friends, we were at these slot machines. I wasn't planning on gambling because I was we were, I was looking for a blackjack machine at this point. I was looking for a blackjack machine. And so, but my buddy, he wanted to do this this one slot machine because there's also rumors that like um, Asian themed and um, like the Buffalo themed slot machines are the best for getting money. And so he, he saw one of the, one of the Asian themed one, it was like a dragon or something like that. And he's like, well, I got to play this cause I'm going to, I'm going to be making bank. And he didn't, but he thought he was. And the drink lady came by, you know, I, I was like, yo, what's up? I want to drink. Right. But I, I was sitting at a slot machine. And so I guess she assumed that I was there gambling cause my buddy was there gambling. And so I, I ordered a Stella, my two buddies, they ordered whatever it is that they got. I think they got Bud Lights or something like that. And she came back with our drinks. Then we went to a blackjack machine and we were playing blackjack, like I said, for a while. And then um, my other friend, she FaceTimed us and she was at some other machine at like towards the entrance of the casino. And she had won big again, right? Like we just saw like the points racking up and shit. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? I'm out here losing $5 every single time I put it in a machine and you're out here winning $40 on every machine. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what's going on? So we dropped blackjack cause we're like, we got to get on that machine. Right now at this point I had finished my beer. Okay. And I was, I was keen on getting another one. Right. So we walk all the way over to where she is to her slot machine. She's gambling. I just sat down from playing blackjack for like an hour. Okay. And the drink lady comes by and I have five bucks. I was going to tip her five bucks, right? So I have five bucks sitting in my hand and she's like, well, I asked for a Stella. I'm like, can I get a Stella Artois? And she's like, well, are you gambling? And I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, well, I need to see you actively gambling in order to serve you. And I was like, okay, so you're telling me that if I just sit down and just put this $5 in and start gambling right now, you'll just get me the drink. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. You know, I really don't give a shit. But I was hoping to get on my friend's machine because she, that it was hers that was winning big, right? So I, what I was going to do was just, I was just going to put it in, right? And then press the button once and then cash out because I wanted to get on her machine, right? Because she was that was the one she was winning on, right? And like I said, we just came back from gambling a shit ton, okay? So it's not like I wasn't gambling this whole time. I was gambling, right? And so when I put the $5 in, I look at her and I was, and she's like the Stella. And I said, yes. So she walks away. I'm like, okay, cool. So I press the button. Of course I lose the 88 cents and I'm like, okay, it's whatever. I'm just 88, 88 cents short, right? No big deal. I cash out. She comes back over without my beer and says, she's like, she's like, you're not gambling. She's like, I, I told you, I can't serve you without you actively gambling. And I'm like, but I, I literally just was gambling. She's like, no, you just pressed it once and then you cashed out. And I was like, but I'm trying to get on her machine. I, I just came back from playing blackjack. And she's like, no, I have to see you actively gambling. And I'm like, really? You're going to bust my balls like that? So I was like, hey, fine. You know, it was like the machine that I was sitting at was the same theme as hers, right? And so I'm like, maybe maybe some good will come out of this, right? And honestly, I just, I just want a drink. I just want a beer. That's all I want. Like, it's, that's, that's the whole thing. I just wanted a Stella. I just wanted another one, right? So I gamble with all five dollars, 
on the machine. I lose all five. I didn't win. I didn't win shit. Okay. And I cashed out at like 37 cents or something insane like that. And I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for the, for the chick to come back to give me my beer. And I'm holding the ticket to let her know the $5 that you saw me put in the machine is gone. Period. It's gone. 37 cents left. This is proof that I was actively gambling. And she never came back with my beer. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. So I gave, I gave my cash out ticket to my friend to put in her machine that she was winning big on. Because I'm like, hey, well, at least this, these 37 cents will go to some good, I guess. So I gave it to her. And when she finished gambling, we waited for a few more minutes because I was, I was hoping for her to come back and give me my drink, but she didn't. And I was like, dude, all I wanted was a fucking drink. That's all I wanted. I just wanted another Stella. You know what I mean? Like, it, like really? You're going to bust my balls like that? Whatever. <laughs> it just pissed me off because I, I was actively gambling. It's not like I was just chilling there for like an hour not doing shit and expecting a free drink. I was I was at the blackjack table for an hour just on the other side of the of the casino. Whatever. But yeah, so we walked around Vermont Street a little bit and I got to say like, you know, people in Vegas like, yes, I did enjoy the environment of the West, right? And so I I I really want I really still I really want to go to Vegas. I really want to go to Los Angeles. I want to go to LA, you know? That's like it's like the place where I want to be, right? But it's also kind of like, well, you know, what if I don't like the West, blah, 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 you know, because it's like the desert, really hot and all that stuff. But being in Vegas, if LA is anything like Vegas in terms of uh, environment, which I'm assuming it, it probably is somewhat because it's still the desert, you know, but it's just an added bonus because you're at the beach too. Um, I'm going to have a good time. And so I was, I was like, yeah, you know, this is where I want to go. But I got to say, the people out in the West, though, are something else, you know? I know you see a lot on the news about Florida Man and all that stuff. And, yeah, there, there are some characters here in Florida. But, like, at least the places where I go in Central Florida and South Florida, you don't see a whole lot of the, the really weird characters. I'm assuming that a lot of those people are uh, in the northern part of Florida, you know what I'm saying? Like, closer to... Southern states like Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia and shit like that. That's where I'm assuming a lot of the Florida man shit comes from. But I mean, there's also like, they're also kind of all over the place. But I don't, I just, I don't really see many characters in real life, right? But in Vegas, dude, there, there's, there's, there's characters everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but a lot more than Florida. Like, just walking down the strip. Uh, on our second day, I believe, when we were walking from the Cosmopolitan to New York, New York, to go gambling, after we went to, to Wicked Spoon, there was like this guy. We're walking on a sidewalk, and there was just it was just us five and this dude on the sidewalk, and the the dude was like facing the street, right? And he, he was kind of like he, he looked rough, right? He had um like dirty clothes on and all that stuff, so like. You know, obviously he was like kind of poor or poor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the proper term for them, but you know, he was down bad. That's is what I will say. But it was weird because he was like dancing and shit, you know, like he was, and he was like saying shit and he's like looking at something. And so as we're walking up to him, I'm like, is this guy filming a TikTok? And so I couldn't tell if like his clothes were dirty because he was poor or homeless or if if that was just his style he just was wearing 
uh, dilapidated clothing. I don't know. And, but he was like dancing and doing shit and like saying stuff and being like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, is this guy doing a TikTok? So I'm like looking at the like wherever he's looking at, and I'm like, is, is there a phone? Is there a tablet? Like, what what is he looking at? There's nothing there. And when we when we get close to him, he like turns around and sees us and just like immediately stops and just, and just like goes like, and just like walks away. And I'm like, what the fuck was that all about, right? And then. When we were uh, also walking down this the street, we're getting closer to New York, New York, and there was this lady who was also down bad. She was on the sidewalk, and um, these these other tourists who were walking towards us, they passed by this lady before we did, and the lady just like yells out to them, like the the down bad chick. She just like yells out at them something about Denny's. She's like pointing at Denny's. Now, I don't know if she was like asking for food or if she was just letting them know, hey guys, there's a Denny's there, which I guess thanks for the uh, information. But um, yeah, she just like yelled something about Denny's, and the the other tourists they just ignored her, and she was like, I know you can hear me, you bitch, and I'm just like, dude, I mean, like honestly, like what do you expect? Okay, you're 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 sitting on the on the sidewalk, down bad just yelling at somebody like look guys there's a denny's who the fuck is about gives a fuck about denny's in vegas okay i don't get like also why is there even a denny's there a denny's in vegas like i, I don't know it's just like <laughs> out of all the restaurants and shit that you could have in a vegas why a denny's on, on and it's on the strip it's on the strip this denny's is on the strip you know, and so I was just like, what, what what do you expect, right? But yeah, and then there was like drunk people because um, when we were, we were walking on, we were walking up the stairs to go to one of the pedestrian um, overpasses that go over one of the, one of the streets. And this lady comes up to my friend and I don't remember what, I don't remember what she asked. I think she asked about like where a certain casino was or where a certain hotel was or something like that. And you could tell she's had a few. And, um, there was like this, this homeless guy who was just like sleeping on the ground there uh, on, on the stairs. And like, you know, I'm just like, he was sleeping. And so I was like, dude, look, it's not my business. He's just him doing him, you know, whatever. Right. And so I was just going to walk by, but the lady was like asking, she's like, Hey you guys, do you know where like such and such hotel is? And like, before my friend could even answer, she's like, sees the guy sleeping on the, on the ground and she's like oh my god look at that and i'm just like i'm like chick there's no need for that okay there's no need to be pointing fingers and saying saying shit like that like okay you know <laughs> like it, yes he's dressed differently than you okay and he's sleeping on the sidewalk which you probably wouldn't do but i mean like come on he's a he's a person too he's not like a he's not like a zoo animal you know <laughs> like He's not somewhere where you're like, oh my God, look at that. That's so weird. Like, you know, just like keep that shit to yourself. You know, just be like, okay, person sleeping on the sidewalk. Okay, just moving on. You know, not my business. You know, I don't know. And plus, like, is it really that surprising considering that there was like, there was, I mean, there wasn't a lot, but I saw a few. Like, I think I saw like maybe five, seven people who were sleeping on the sidewalk like that. And so, like, me being from Florida, being someone who's never really seen something like that, you know, just like people sleeping on the sidewalk like that. I mean, I've definitely seen like 
people down bad on the side of the street and stuff like that. But like, you know, I'm just like, look, guys, it's not my business. If they're doing something wrong, then I guess the police will take care of it if they see it. But like, you know, it's just not my business. They're, they're just trying to get some shut eye, you know, like, dude, they're they're having they have it rough. OK, like just let the let the man sleep. OK, <laughs> there's no need to point fingers and be like, oh, my God, fuck you. Okay. And so like, we just left. We didn't even answer the question. We just walked away. Cause we're like, yeah, you're gone. You're a little rude. I don't want to interact with you. So we just like left them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like, it was, it was a different experience though. And so on um, Vermont street also, like when we were there, uh, there was just like women that came out cause like we went at night and there was women that came out that just like had like their titties out and shit. You know, like they had like tape over like the nipples and shit like that, but they just had like their titties out, right? And there was like this one chick that was dressed up as a nun with her titties out and she was like wearing a thong and like, I guess she was like uh, charging people for pictures and stuff like that. And there was like cowgirls that were essentially doing the same thing. And there was like these other chicks that were dressed up as like, um, I don't know, like they had like a, this like feather costume on. So I guess they were trying to be like some kind of bird or something like that. But yeah, there was two of them that were doing the bird shit. There was two of them doing the cowgirl thing. And then there was one nun. And look, I, I get it, you know, like boobs. Okay. Dudes like, like boobs and shit, but like, I don't know. Do you not think it's a little bit weird that you're taking a photo with, with them? You know, I, I just, I don't understand like why you would be like, yeah, I got, I got to get a photo with, with these chicks, you know, but also at the same time, like they're just, I guess they're just trying to make money, you know? So I guess I got, I got to respect the grind is so, you know, I guess it's to them. It's not that weird. Cause they're just trying to make money, but like also like, come on, you know why the guys are going up there to take photos? Cause like it, only men were going up to take photos with these chicks, you know? <laughs> But yeah, it's just, you don't you don't see that in Florida. You don't see chicks with just like their titties out. At least, uh, at least I haven't seen any of them. But um, you don't see like chicks just like soliciting photos like that, you know? But yeah, the the cowgirls they had like whips and lassos and stuff like that, so they're like whipping it around and shit. And I'm just like, I don't know. This is just I I, just, I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand why I do a walk by and be like, I gotta take a pic with this cowgirl with her titties out. Who can possibly whip me? You know what I'm saying? Like I just I don't I don't know. Or let's let's take a photo with this sexy nun. <laughs> yeah, guys, let's take a photo with this sexy nun. You know, I don't know. It's just not really my thing. I I, I don't understand the appeal of it. But once again, I got I guess I gotta respect the grind. You know, and so you know, more power to them. And great to the to the guys that uh are paying them their paycheck or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, it was just, it was a different experience that the characters that were, that were in uh, Vegas. And there was like this one guy that uh, was dressed up like uh Waka Flocka and he was giving out tickets for like free karaoke. And I'm like, I don't even know if these are legitimate, you know, like, I don't, how am I supposed to know that you even work at this place? Cause he's like, Oh yeah, there's like karaoke upstairs. You just show him this coupon and you'll get free karaoke. And I'm just like, okay, well, let's just put this into perspective. Cause, cause my friends are like, yo, that's a great deal. You can you can do karaoke for free. I got this coupon. It must be legit. And I'm like, okay, no, let's just think about this logically, right? There's a karaoke place. They make their money off people paying to do karaoke, okay? 
why on earth would they send this guy out to the street with tons of coupons for free karaoke? Why would they be doing that? Why would they be like, yeah, you know what? We don't want to make money. They wouldn't be doing that. So this guy, like, obviously these are these are fake. I guarantee you if you went up to the bouncer or something like that and gave him this coupon and been like, hey, this guy gave me this for free karaoke, the bouncer would have been like, this shit is not valid. This is fake, you know? So we, we didn't use it because I was I was like, guys, come on, really? You guys, are you really going to fall for that shit? No. Okay. But we did do karaoke, but we did karaoke at a different place. Um, but yeah, so Vermont Street, we walked around a little bit. Uh, they had a weed shop there, so we went and checked it out. And they had like weed gummies, blunts, vapes, and all that stuff. And um, we didn't get anything though. Kind of a bummer. But also like, I don't know. I just, I was like... I was like, dude, I've, I've, I've spent so much money on, on gambling and just other shit. I'm just like, I, I, I know I've never been to Vegas, but I never, I, I'm not really someone, at least anymore, I'm not someone who needs souvenirs anymore. You know, like when I go someplace, I don't need a souvenir. Like, yes, I was thinking about getting that t-shirt from In-N-Out, but that was more so just because I, I like the aesthetic of In-N-Out. It wasn't like, I wasn't getting it because it said Vegas on it. I wasn't getting it because I was like, I'm in Vegas. I have to get something, Right. Like I don't have, I don't have any souvenirs from uh, Vegas. I mean, except for the NGM rewards card and then my NGM Grand Hotel key. But I mean, those aren't souvenirs. You know what I mean? But like, I'm I'm not, I just I'm not someone who like gets souvenirs and shit. Like I just no, nah, it's just not really my thing anymore. Like when I was a kid, obviously when you're a kid, like you just want toys and so like you just, you you just want to buy shit all the time. But now that I'm older, I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to buy anything. It doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, so Vermont Street, we we went to um, we went to a restaurant though because we we were a little bit hungry and we were we were gonna have dinner at uh, Jack in the Box, I think is what the place is called, which I've I've also haven't been there, and so I was kind of looking forward to that. But one thing I learned going on vacation with my with my buddies is that it really I, the itinerary doesn't mean shit because like dude our plans changed like crazy from times to locations to things that we were doing like it just it didn't matter you know <laughs> cuz like we were going to go to in and out at like 6 and we didn't go until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night you know so it's like but at least we went to in and out you know but um yeah like and like the the Wicked Spoon, like we were supposed to go there for brunch at like nine or something like that, but we didn't actually get there until like 1030 or 11 or something like that. So yeah, it's just like everything changed, you know? But uh, yeah, so we went to this restaurant because we were a little bit hungry and it was on Vermont Street because we also got to, to Vermont hella late. And so like the time for us to leave, according to the itinerary, in order to go to Jack in the Box, like we were, we only would have been there for all of five minutes, literally. And so we're like, well, let's just skip Jack in a box, you know, and if we're hungry, we'll eat someplace here. So we went to this place called like Mickey Finn's or something like that. It was kind of a cool place. I got a, a Mai Tai while we were there, which is a an alcoholic drink. Don't really know exactly what's in it. I know there's like rum and, and a bunch of different like spiced alcohols and shit like that. And some... Uh, some fruit juices. It's very good. Usually I get Mai Tais from this place called the Mai Kai, 
in South Florida. It's like this uh, Poly- this like, authentic Polynesian restaurant where it's it's sort of like a dinner and a show type thing. They uh, they they put on like an authentic Polynesian uh, show or whatever you want to call it, dance something like that, and then you eat the food, you know. And so they have really like their top drinks there is their mai tais and their rum barrels. And so I've had both. Our family like is like you can you can also like. I'll call it like cater the drinks. Like you can buy like them by the gallon, the the Mai Tais and the rum barrels. And so whenever my family, since they live in South Florida, we live, they live like right near um, the, the Mai Tai, like w- w- they'll just get a few gallons of those things. And then we'll, we'll serve those at our, at like parties and stuff like that, or like family get togethers and shit like that. And so that's, that's usually where I have uh, Mai Tais. So this is my first Mai Tai that wasn't from the Mai Kai. And um, it was it was still pretty good. It was still pretty good. It was a larger cup than what we usually drink our Mai Tais in back in uh back in South Florida. But uh it was it was still pretty good. I, I still enjoyed it. And I got like a chicken quesadilla, I think, while we were there. And um yeah, I think that was like the last night, I think, was the Fremont Street experience or something like that. But yeah, I mean, what else did we do? I mean, we went to Fat Tuesdays. We went to Fat Tuesdays. I went two times. And um, if you don't know what Fat Tuesdays is, it's a it's essentially a place where you can get alcoholic slushies. And they're they're actually very good. And so the first time we went, I got like the smallest cup. And um, I got this thing called like Cat 5 Hurricane, which is a fruit punch uh, slushie. And, you know, I got an extra shot of Grey Goose in there, vodka. That was pretty good. Then the second time we went, I got, like, one of the taller ones. I think it was called, like, the Yard Dog or something like that. And that time I got uh, a lemonade slushie with an extra shot of uh, Grey Goose vodka. And that was good. Dude, honestly, you have one of the... Well, okay, no. Because... The, the the category five hurricane when I had that when it was like the smallest cup I didn't really feel anything like it was like it was good but like in terms of being like buzzed or drunk or something like that like I didn't feel anything but the getting the yard dog I definitely was on the precipice of getting a little bit buzzed but I had to have a, a few other drinks before um before I got really buzzed so I had to get like a few beers and then the 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 mai tai took me out because the second time we went to uh well it didn't take me out okay <laughs> not that but like i got to the the bus state but um yeah because the second time we went to fat tuesdays was right before we went to um the fremont street and stuff like that so yeah and it was it was weird because i thought all of us were 21 at this point because like it was our friend's 21st birthday and the the other three of us that went we were already 21 and so i thought we were gonna be doing quite a bit of drinking and i was I was hyped for that, right? But it's like they didn't want to drink at all, which is weird. I'm just like, you guys just turned 21. You guys don't want to drink? Like, I know we went, like I said, we went to Fat Tuesdays twice. But like, I don't know. We went to uh, Maggiano's for the birthday dinner, if you will. And I'm thinking we're going to get a round of champagne or we're all going to have a drink or something like that because it's the birthday dinner, right? And we're at a nice restaurant and stuff like that. So I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a Prosecco, right? Champagne. And um, when like the lady comes over to take drink orders, right? 
I was like the last one to go and everyone's like, oh, I'll have a water, I'll have a Coke and all this shit. And I'm like, I look at my friend because she was about to order. I was like, are we not getting champagne? And she's like, oh, I might get one later. And I'm like, okay, because I don't want to drink alone. I don't want to be like the only person drinking, right? So I just, I got a Coke as well because I was banking on my friend to have a drink later, but we never did. And so I was like, I was honestly thinking about just like getting the whole family around a Prosecco, but also I don't know if like some people uh, don't drink, you know, I guess I could have asked, but I didn't. Also, it's kind of expensive to to do that because there was like, I think the whole party of us, there was seven of us. And so that's, I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe seven champagnes isn't that much money, but I feel like it, it would be. But yeah, so we, we didn't drink at all at that place. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I, I got a drink with my friend one day though, because she wanted to get a drink and I was like, well, I want to get one too. So we went to this place. It was in the MGM grand. It was called like uh whiskey down, something like that. It was called the, the whiskey down. I got a, a Moscow mule and she got a lemon drop or something like that. And the Moscow mule was, was pretty good. I gotta say like, I, I, I fucks with it. It was good. And so I, I took a, a fo- I took some photos of us there and I, I posted on my story uh, to let people know that, you know, we are cool. We are drinking. And the dude didn't even card us, which I thought was crazy because it's like, dude, come on, we're in Vegas. But I guess maybe he thought that since we were in the casino, we were 21. But also, weirdly, a lot of people brought their kids to Vegas. There was a lot of kids there. And I'm like, okay, let's just think about this for a second. What's the point of Vegas? Gambling and drinking. Yeah. Okay. How old do you have to be to do that? 21. Yeah. Okay. Your kid is like eight. Why is he here? You know, (laughs) what is the kid going to do? What is there to do for an eight year old in Vegas? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's a weird thing to do because the kid can't gamble. The kid can't drink. And I mean, what are you going to do as the parent? Are you going to do that? Because I mean, who's going to be responsible for your kids? I just, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I didn't get it. I didn't get people who brought their kids. But I know it's it's obvious to point out an eight-year-old, you know, versus a 21-year-old. But my point is that it was just, I, I kind of thought it was funny that he didn't card us. Especially because my friend's like, oh, I just turned 21. So maybe, I guess he was just like a really trusting person. But uh, you know, he didn't card me. For all he knew, I could have been younger than her, you know? And then... You would just serve me when I was like 19 or 20, you know, <laughs> but I wasn't. And so, um, yeah, he didn't card us, but every, everyone else carded us. Like when we went to the, the Mickey fins, right. I would, once again, I was the last one to order my drink. And so he carded everyone who got a drink, but then when he got to, so I figured when he got to me, he would have just assumed, okay, they're all 21, but no, he carded me as well. And so I was like, but Hey, you know, that's cool for the guy at Whiskey Down. So I guess if you're under 21, if you're like 19 or 20 and you ever go to Vegas because your parents are like, I know you can't do shit here because you're not 21, but uh, you're you're coming with us regardless, uh, go to the Whiskey Down and hope and pray you have the bartender that doesn't card. So uh, I guess good luck with that. But yeah, so he didn't card us. That was cool. And um, But I guess maybe that's not a good thing because like, I guess when you're older, it's a it's a lot more cool to uh, be carded because they're like, oh, really? Do I look that young? <laughs> but honestly, I think it's kind of a pain in the ass to get carded because it's like, 
why can't I just say, get me a beer? And then you just say, yes. You know, like why, why do I have to go into my wallet, take out my ID and have you look at it and be like, okay, you're good to go and hope and pray. You're not a, a dick and be like, this is fake. <laughs> Cause also like, unless it's like an obvious fake, how are you going to look at the ID ID and like realize it's fake? Cause I mean the clear, I mean, obviously they're just looking for the birthday. And so like, if I have the guts to hand you my ID, you don't even really have to look at the date. Cause it's like, do we really think this kid would have the balls to give me his ID that proves that he's under 21 when he's trying to get a drink? I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so what, I was talking about getting drinks. So yeah, we, we got a drink at the, uh, the whiskey down my, my other buddy, he wanted to go to like the last night we were there. He wanted to go to a bar and just get like snacks and do a lot of drinking. I was like, yes, my kind of man. That's what that's what I've been waiting for, you know? But we didn't do that. <laughs> I guess that was our Mickey Finns thing, but like, you know, only like three of us drank and we only got one round, you know? And so I was like, I was kind of like, when he said, let's go to a bar and drink and have some snacks and just talk and shit like that and enjoy each other's company. I thought we were going to have a few rounds of beers, but no, I guess that means we're going to go to a random restaurant and have one round of drink, just three of three out of five of us. And then we're just going to go home and be like, yeah, we, we did. We set out to do. No, we didn't guys. This is not this. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're just not drinkers. And that that's probably a good thing. It's a good thing that they're not alcoholics, you know, but but yeah, I was just like, I was just I was just kind of surprised because that's that's usually like the first thing people who turn twenty one do. They're just like, yeah, you know, like every time someone turns twenty one, they post on their Instagram a photo of them holding a champagne bottle, and it's like, yeah, okay, it's like, like you're gonna tell me that you weren't drinking White Claws back in high school, like yeah, okay, pff, whatever, you know. But like, I mean, I didn't do that, but you know, that's just the thing that people do whenever they turn 21, they're like, they're holding a bottle of champagne or like whatever cocktail they're, they're drinking. Or like the dudes will be holding their Bud Light and they'll be like, you know, they're like 21, man, I can finally drink legally. You know what I'm saying? They're holding like their Michelob Ultras, something like that. You know, just like real basic ass shit. And it's like, dude, when I turned 21, I got myself a Guinness. That's a real man's drink. Okay. Guinness. That's what you should be getting. I love Guinness. I think Guinness and Stella is probably like my, my top beers, but, um, yeah. So I just, I was, I was just kind of surprised that nobody really wanted to drink, you know, especially one of my friends because she loves to drink and go clubbing. Right. And she didn't get like any, like, yes, we went to fat Tuesdays and she got drinks the two times we went, but like, other than that, she didn't get shit. And so I'm like, what the hell happened to you? But yeah, and it was crazy. She went clubbing like the night before we were supposed to fly out to, to Vegas. And like I've said it many times, I don't mind clubbing, but it's not really something that I like to do a lot, right? And so while we we're in Vegas, there was no plans to go to a club. But when we went to the Cosmopolitan, we were walking towards the Wicked Spoon. We walked by a club that was both a nightclub and a day club. And dude, she went crazy she was like oh my god they got a day club and she's like checking out the price and like the time and all that shit she's like super excited and the rest of us like we're like dude we're not going to the club no no like none of us wanted to go to the club because you know it's just like it's, there's too many people man always all the time and just like what do you do you just like hop around and pump your fist in the air that's all you do 
Did my camera die? Yep, it died. But whatever. We're we're still going. Holy shit. Going on two hours, guys. This is a long Vegas trip episode. Maybe I'll... No, I'll just keep going. I was going to say, maybe I'll do two parts, but no. We'll, we'll keep going. This is exciting. So, um, yeah, so she was really excited about the club, but we're like, no, we are not clubbing. Absolutely not happening. And um, so we didn't go clubbing. And I know I keep talking about how we went to the Wicked Spoon, but I haven't really talked about what happened. Uh, but yeah, so we were planning on going to the Wicked Spoon around nine or eight or something like that, but it was like the night before we were supposed to go, we found out that it didn't actually open until like 10. And so it's like, okay, so we kind of have to adjust our scheduling. Right. And so, um, we, we got there around like 1030 because we were running late, which another thing I learned traveling with one of my friends is she is notoriously late for like everything. I mean, oh my God, dude. It's like, we, we say what we have to be ready by like 10 and she starts getting ready at like 10.59 or 9.59. And it's like, bro, she's like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna take a quick shower and then I gotta do my makeup. And it's like, you're gonna do that in a minute? You're gonna do that in a minute. You're gonna shower, get ready, put on your makeup, put on your clothes. You're gonna do that in a minute? No, that's not happening. Guarantee you that's not happening. And so she was always like 15, 20 minutes late. And it's like, come on, man. Start getting ready just a little bit earlier. <laughs> Is it really that hard to do? Like, I I always plan ahead. Like, when somebody said, like, I know how long it takes for me to to shower and get ready, right? To to get completely ready, it could take a maximum of 45 minutes. But I always usually end up getting ready earlier than that. But, like, maximum, if I take my time, is like 45 minutes to an hour, Right? And so if somebody says we have to be ready by 10, I start getting ready around nine, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe a little bit later or something like that, you know, like, but some people, they just don't do that. You know, they're just like, they're like, well, I'm going to start getting ready at 9.55 because I don't have to be ready by 10. And then like, they're late. It's like, God damn, dude. And so we were late to the Wicked Spoon and my friend, she was saying, She's like, look, guys, Wicked Spoon is, she, she told us many times, she's like, Wicked Spoon is a popular buffet place, okay? Apparently, I've never heard of the place, but it's apparently a uh, very popular buffet place. A lot of people like go there, and um, it's also a, a very nice place. It's, 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 it's expensive, you know? And so she's like, we got to get there early because if we don't, the line is going to be insane for this place, right? And so we all understood the assignment. Okay, we're like, we're like for the Wicked Spoon, considering that open at 10, like we had to be, we had to be there by 10. So we kind of like backtracked and like figured out how long it was going to take to do shit and like when we should be ready and when we should leave and blah, 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 all this stuff. But of course it didn't really matter because we were late anyways because of uh, so-and-so. So yeah, we had to take the, um, like I said, we had to take the monorail there or the tram. We had to take the monorail. So we take the monorail over there, we walk across the street. That was hell to walk. Because we decided to walk outside the entire time and my mouth went completely dry because it was hot as balls out there. But um, we, we got there and the Cosmopolitan is actually a nice place. Okay. Um, like, well, I, mean, I guess I, I don't know what I was expecting. Was it, like, was I expecting like a trash house? Not really because it's like Vegas, but it's like it was a little bit fancier than I thought it was going to be. Because like, like the MGM Grand, yes, it's a nice place, but also kind of is... 
don't know. I guess I just kind of say it's like a generic resort, you know, like a generic, um, like universal resort or something like that, you know, just like a regular hard walk or, a, um, you know, rural Pacific or something like that. Like it just was like, it was that quality of niceness. So it was still nice. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a holiday inn or something like that. It wasn't like a, a Hilton, anything like that, but it was, it wasn't like the nicest, the fanciest hotel I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. But we go to the cosmopolitan. That shit was actually nice. Like that was, you could tell that was for rich people, hella rich people. And so the, the wicked spoon, we get there. And of course the line is already like insanely long. So, you know, I'm looking at my friend and I'm like, you fucking bitch, you, <laughs> you made us late. We, 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 we thought you understood the assignment. Okay. We told you it was going to be crazy. We told you it was going to be popular. We told you we had to be ready by a certain time. We told you we had to be there at a certain time. And you just threw it out the window. You're like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. That don't mean shit. Yes, it does. Okay. And now we're all late. And then we got to wait in this long ass line. But I mean, the line wasn't that long. Like it was 15 to 20 minutes, but like, it wasn't like it was an hour or anything like that. I mean, Luckily, they had a time limit for how long you could be at your table, so it kind of like helped move the, uh, kind of move the uh, the people along, for the most part. I mean, the time limit was two hours, but I mean, no one was really staying there for a complete two hours. But um, yeah, so we 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 get up there, we pay, we get to our table and all that stuff, and once again, part of the thing in the itinerary for this place was that they had bottomless mimosas for the two hours that you were there, right? It was like 20 bucks extra, but you, it was, like I said, it was bottomless mimosas, unlimited mimosas, what, however many you want for the two hours you're there, All right? So considering it was on the itinerary, okay, and everyone would be 21, I'm like, that's what we're doing, okay? Nobody got one mimosa, Right? Nobody got the bottomless mimosas, nothing. And I'm like, once again, I'm like, I'm not going to drink by myself. So I didn't get anything. And I was hyped about it. I was hyped about getting mimosas. I love, I love mimosas. <laughs> and so I'm like, hell yeah, bottomless mimosas. We're going to be getting turned up at this brunch buffet and no one got anything. And I'm like, you guys, what's wrong with you? You guys just turned 21. You guys... I don't know, but they had good food there. I will say they had crab legs, which I thought was insane. I was like, I've never been to a buffet, right? Well, no, I don't think I've ever been to a buffet that had crab legs, but um, yeah, they had crab legs, which I thought was insane, uh, but they had good food there. Um, but one of my buddies, for whatever reason, he didn't think it was that good. He's like, yeah, no, this, this place, uh, you know, I like the other buffet better. They had better food. I'm like, honestly, I think they're like exactly the same in terms of quality of food. Um, but I was just like, whatever. But he didn't like anything. He got like three full plates of food and took like one bite out of each thing. And he's like, no, none of them are good. Like he got a, he had a, he, he got a chunk of like turkey or something like that and took a bite out of it. And he's like, no, it's not good. I'm like, you got tur- turkey. What could possibly be bad about turkey? It's just plain turkey. <laughs> I don't know. But all the food I got, I ate, and I thought it was good. I don't remember what I got, but I, I definitely got a huge plate of crab legs because I like crab. Um, they didn't have any seasoning on it, though. And I don't know if it's just because 
usually when I have crab legs, there is seasoning on it. Or if it's just traditionally not supposed to be having seasoning on it. Because like, okay, like for lobster, right? Usually what you like for lobster, at least how I understand it is like you have the lobster tail, right? And you dip it in melted butter. Now, apparently that's the same deal for crab, for crab legs, which I didn't know that was a thing. Because every time I've ever had crab, it's always had like um, Cajun seasoning on it, right? I usually have it during like uh, like Mardi Gras and stuff like that. And uh, I went to this one restaurant with uh, my friend like years ago to this, to this uh, fish restaurant or something like that. And they had crab legs and um, it was came in like this Cajun platter sort of thing, right? They had uh, like jumbo shrimp, like crawfish, uh, crab legs with like potatoes and corn. And they had like sauce and stuff like that. And it was Cajuned. Like the Cajun season seasoning was insane, you know. That was really good. Okay, I like the Cajun seasoning, and so like I, that's what I was expecting. But they just had the melted butter with it, which that was still kind of good. But I'm just like, eh, you could have the Cajun seasoning though. Like the Cajun seasoning it would be a lot better than just melted butter. Now I guess it would probably be the same thing for lobster tail. But I mean, every time I've ever had lobster tail, it's always been just the plain butter. So I guess that's what I'm used to for lobster at least, but for crab, I'm just used to the Cajun seasoning. So that part I wasn't a huge fan of. I wish they had some seasoning on it or just at least like some Cajun sauce that you could pick up that you could dip your crab legs in if, if you so please, but they didn't have that. It was just plain melted butter. But yeah, they had uh, pretzel buns there though. You know, you know, I, I love a good pretzel bun, you know, like, Pretzel buns on burgers, dude, there's like nothing better. Holy shit. That make, a pretzel bun makes a burger like 20 times better. Okay, don't even fight me on that. But yeah, so I love pretzel buns. So they had that. So I obviously I got that. They had uh, pineapple. I got a lot of that. Um, I don't remember everything else I got. I think I think I got some like breakfast foods because it was brunch. So I did get some breakfast foods. Uh, but they, they had a dessert table. And they had... Uh, peach cobbler, right? And it was hot. It was hot peach cobbler. And I was like, yes, you guys, you guys know, know what's up. But then before I got the peach cobbler, my friend also told me that there was uh, a gelato, like ice cream uh, stand in the dessert area. And so I was like, you know what? Why not get the peach cobbler and then put vanilla ice cream on top? So that's what I did. And they also had like some like those like I don't know what they're called. I don't remember, but it's, it's like a brownie and it has like powdered sugar on it, but it's like, it's usually in that stuff that, um, that you would get and they call it like lava cake and stuff like that. Do you know what, what, what kind of brownie I'm talking about? Maybe you don't, but it's a, it's a softer brownie, right? And it's got powdered sugar on top and that was hot too. So I split half the ice cream, half of it went on cause they only gave you like a tiny cup of ice cream. So I put half of it on the peach cobbler and I put the other half on the on the brownie and I ate the whole peach cobbler I didn't get to finish the brownie because I was just like fucking full at that point but um yeah it was it was good also the size of orange juice they gave you oh my god like usually when you get orange juice like when I when I have orange juice at the house right we have we have smaller cups right like we have the tall cups for like you know, when you want a, when you want a bigger drink or something like that, you know, you want a lot of water, right? But we also have smaller cups, and I'll call them like breakfast breakfast cups because that's usually what, when we use them. Is for orange juice, you know, and they're just like small cups. And 
So that's what I was kind of expecting them to have. Because like also when you go to places like Another Broken Egg or Cracker Barrel for breakfast, if you order orange juice, they give you orange juice in like a shot glass. Or like Bob Evans or something like that. Like they give you orange juice in a shot glass. Like it's smaller than the cups that we have at the house. And I thought that was insane, right? And so when we go to this Wicked Spoon place, I'm expecting a shot glass. Hell no, dude. They gave they gave orange juice in a full-on cup. Like a 12-ounce cup or 24-ounce cup. Whatever the ounce, fluid ounce of these cups are. But like tall cups, Okay. And it was filled filled to the brim with orange juice. And I'm like, why on earth are you giving me this much orange juice? Oh, my God. I mean, I guess thank you because I do like orange juice. But I've just I've never been to a restaurant. And I've never had it at my house in a cup this big of just orange juice. It was crazy. But yeah, I got orange juice. I got coffee. And um, I think that was it. Did I get... I don't think I got a Coke when I was there. I think I just had the coffee and the orange juice. But maybe I also got a Coke when I was there. I can't remember, but yeah, so we, we finished up at Wicked Spoon and then we, we left, we went to New York, New York, like I said, and we went gambling. I didn't do a whole lot of gambling while we were there. I think I only spent $5 when I was there for the rest of it. I just sat with my friend and watched her play and that's where she won. Well, no, no, she didn't win the two forties at that point, but she, she did win a few bucks and I was like, well, maybe I'm just an unlucky son of a bitch, you know? Cause like I'm I'm not making any money at all. I'm not winning anything. But that was the place where I won five dollars and then I immediately lost it again. But um but yeah, so we were there for a little bit. We wanted to go on the roller coaster because there was a roller coaster at that hotel, but we weren't able to go on it because we had to get back to MGM Grand across the street because that was when we had Magianos. And so we wanted to get back because we wanted to shower and get ready before the fancy dinner, because also like it was hot. Even though I wasn't sweating, I still had I had sunscreen on, and I wanted to wash that off before dinner because I just I hate I hate the feeling of sunscreen. I just I hate I hate sunscreen, absolutely. So I wanted to wash it off before dinner, and so we met we went back to the hotel. We got ready, and of course the late chick once again was late again. She was she was late getting downstairs to go to Magianos. And so um, we had to call the place and ask them if arriving 15 minutes late was cool because our reservation was at 6.30. And so we're like, okay, is it going to be cool if we show up at 6.45? And they're like, um, or like, I think we asked, is it okay if we show up late? And if so, how late can we show up? And they're like, you should be good until 6.45. After that, you pretty much forfeit your reservation, Right. And we were cutting it close to 6.45. And so I'm like, bro, come on. Can you be a little bit on time next time? Like, geez, are you kidding me? And like, we just barely made it. I think we sent two of our friends up. Like right when we got there, they just hopped out the Uber, immediately went stopped, and just essentially ran to the restaurant to make sure that we got in to let them know we were there, right? To so they don't forfeit our reservation. We didn't get up until to the restaurant until like 6:47. And so like technically the rest of us were late, but um you know, we, we did get the reservation. So we were seated and we we had dinner and it was like a potluck style. Like we got family style, just big ass dishes of uh food and just like everyone partook instead of getting like individual entrees. That was cool. Very good restaurant. If you ever go to if you ever 
thought about going to Maggiano's. Definitely go. There's, I don't know how many there are in Orlando, but the one I've been to in Orlando was on iDrive. So there you go. It's an Italian restaurant. Very nice. Very good food. So definitely go there if you want. Uh, yeah, then after that, after Maggiano's, we had karaoke. Um, the real karaoke, not the not the free karaoke that Waka Flocka was handing us. Um, we, we went to this place. It's like in a shopping mall that was inside the uh, Palazzo Hotel, I believe is how it's pronounced. P-A-L-A-Z-Z-O. I think it's Palazzo. So yeah, they had a karaoke place, but it was more like it was... It seemed like it was supposed to be like a fancy private nightclub. Like the rooms that you went into... For your, because it was all private karaoke, right? So your party got your own room to do karaoke instead of like doing karaoke in front of like a hundred people that you don't know. And but but the rooms were set up like it was like a private room at like a strip club or something like that, you know? <laughs> like it was like the the table in the middle with like the booth around it, right? And then there was like a, a door that you open and close. At least I think that's what private rooms and strip clubs are. At least that's how I would imagine they are, right? I, that's. You could tell me if I'm right or wrong on that, but um, that's that's why I'm pretty sure a private room in a in a strip club is is like that. So that was kind of funny, and it was expensive too. I mean, not even just like admission to get in or to participate. It was like the drinks were expensive too. Like it was like a hundred bucks an hour to do karaoke. I'm like, do you have any idea how many songs you can only get through in an hour? For karaoke, okay? If you go back to back, I mean, that would be like, what? I guess like if, if if an average song is like two minutes or three minutes, like, yes, you would get maybe 30 or 20 songs. But like you have to, you have to factor in them teaching you how to operate the karaoke machine, okay? Then you have to figure out what song you want to sing get up there and do it. And then you have to debate with your friends of who's going to go next. Right. So I think by the time they came in to let us know our first hour was up, cause we were only planning on doing an hour and a half at karaoke. By the time our first hour was up, I think I had only done one song. I was in the middle of doing a second song, right? My other friends, I think they also did two songs and then my other friends did two songs. So like we only really did like six songs by the time our first hour was up. And I'm just like, this is really expensive to just karaoke six songs. But I mean, for me, I only karaoke two. I mean, I participated in my buddies in another one. So I guess technically three, but I didn't karaoke the entire thing. Like it was, it was like a rap song and there was like three different parts. And so like one guy did one part, the other guy did the, the second and I did like the third and stuff like that. And then we we all did like the the chorus or whatever it's called. So I guess technically I did three, but I did two of my own. Right, and then for the next half hour, I only we I only was able to do one, but it wasn't really that big of a deal. It was only like thirty minutes, but still, I mean, my point is like that. What's not a whole lot of bang for your buck, in my opinion, for a hundred fifty dollars for an hour and a half, and I only get to do like four songs. I, I don't know, it just doesn't really seem that worth it to me. <laughs> and the like I said, the drinks were hella expensive. Like usually, when I go to restaurants, right. At least what I always thought, like a cocktail was like $12 to $15, right? When I talk to other people, they're like, yeah, it's like, they usually see 10, right? So it's like 
10 to $15 is a usual range for a cocktail drink, you know, like, like a Moscow mule or something like that, or sex on the beach, stuff like that. Like usually 10 to 15 bucks for those cocktails. Right. And a beer is, I don't know, like five to $7, depending on what beer you get. Right. I don't know how much a shot is. I've never purchased a shot before, like not at a restaurant. So um, I don't know how much a shot would be in a restaurant, but this place, I didn't get to see where the beers were, but for cocktails, they were charging 20, no, they were charging $30 for cocktails. They were charging $25 for a shot, for a shot, $25 for a shot. And if you wanted to buy the bottle, like if you wanted to buy a bottle of Jack Daniels, it was $400. Now, I don't know how much a bottle of Jack Daniels is. At, uh, like normally, because I've never went out and bought a Jack Daniels. I think I've only went out and bought a tequila, and that was like twenty bucks. I think the one I got, maybe it was forty. I can't remember, but it was like, but four hundred? No, you can't tell me a Jack Daniels is worth four hundred dollars. You know, but there was there was some bottles of liquor that were going for like five thousand. I think the the most expensive bottle of liquor that I saw was $7,000 for a bottle of liquor. I don't even know what it was. It was like some some drink that started with an M and it was like whatever the name was and it said 18. And there was a few of those. Those were the ones that were like the $1,000 ones. There was like one that was like 11, that was like 3,000. There was another one that was said like it was 15 or something like that. That was like 5,000. But 18 was $7,000. I'm like, that drink better get me first in line to get into heaven if I'm paying that much money. Like that must be some good ass liquor. Okay. I better take one drop of that. The moment it hits my tongue, I am knocked the fuck out. That's, that's how good that liquor should be for $7,000. Holy shit. So we didn't get any drinks there and you know, I don't blame anyone, okay? Even though I bet $100, even if the prices were reasonable around what I would have expected them to be, I don't think my friends would have gotten drinks either, okay? So I probably wouldn't have been drinking regardless. But I will I will give them pass on this for the sake of the cost of the drinks because I wasn't going to pay for any of that stuff. If they wanted to get drinks, that was that was their wallet, okay? My wallet is not paying $25 for a shot. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, so we didn't drink at all there, but we still had a hell of a time. Um, the songs that I sang was, uh, I sang No Vaseline by uh, Ice Cube. It's a good ass song, okay? But uh, before anyone freaks out, I switched out the word for crackers, okay? I said crackers, and I made sure to let them know that I would be saying crackers, <laughs> So I did no Vaseline. The second song I did was um I think the second song was was Daddy by Tiny Meat Gang because I thought it would be funny. And so I did that one. And then the last one I did, my buddy, he had a bright idea that the three dudes, he's like what we should do is we should pick a uh, like a love song, you know, like a, a really pretty romantic song and sing it to the best of our ability. And really put on a performance to convince the the two ladies that we were with, convince them um, 
that we're like in love with them, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like really, like really let them know. You like really try to convince them that we're singing this shit from the heart. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, one guy he went first. He sang an Ed Sheeran song. I don't, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one where it's like when your legs don't work like they used to before. It was that one. Um, I sang "Looking for Love" by somebody. I think his name is Johnny something. But yeah, I sang that. And uh, I tried to put on a good performance. But I mean like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a good performer. You know. But uh, yeah, I tried to put on a good performance for that. And then the last guy. He's saying something like. Um, was it? Was it like let me take you home or something like that? Or. I know you want it or something. It was by Jamie Foxx. I've never heard the song before, but it was good. And let me tell you, this guy, he put on the best performance. He was convincing me of this shit, dude. Like he was really like, I, I believed him, honestly. And so I, I, I was just amazed. I took a few videos of, of his performance because I was, I was dying. I was, cause I've never seen this guy like this before. Like we've been friends for a while and um, just seeing him put on this performance of just like, <laughs> if you listen to the song, like you, you'll kind of, I get, you'll kind of get a picture of how he was acting, but, uh, but yeah, it was just, it was so funny. And so I definitely hats off to him. You know, he, he did a good performance. The judges, they said that we all did a good performance. They definitely said I did a good performance. They loved my no Vaseline uh, show. But I got to say, I think overall, whoever, like, if, if we were to say who won the best performance for any songs that we did there, definitely this guy singing that Jamie Foxx song. I mean, he he convinced me of that shit. I was like, damn, this guy, <laughs> this guy's truly speaking from the heart, you know? It was just, it was crazy. It was, it was really fun. Very expensive, but it was very fun. And when we were, like, finishing up, like, the, the last half hour, because the guy came in like um, after the first hour, and he's, and he's like, "Hey, let, just to let you guys know, you guys have finished an hour. Do you guys want to go an extra hour? Do you guys want to go another hour? Do you want to call it quits here, right?" And we said, "Well, we just want to go an extra half hour." And so he's like, "Okay, that sounds great." So he comes in after a half hour, and he he hands her the bill. My friend, he hands her the bill, and apparently he was trying to charge us for two hours. And I, I, I looked at the time. I knew for a fact that we were only there for an hour and a half. And so I was like, no, we're, we're not paying the full $200, right? We're only paying 150 So she went out and she was like talking to the guy um, about it, trying to get it fixed. And when she was over there, there was another group of people that were also um, discussing their bill. And apparently what happened to them was that they were only planning on being there for like an hour or something like that. And apparently nobody came in to let them know their first hour was up and nobody came in after the second or the third. So they went a full four hours before they realized we've been here for too long. Okay. And now the, now the, the people, the company was trying to keep them on the hook for $400 just for, just for using their services. Okay. I don't even know how much they spent on drinks if they even bought any, but I mean that, I can only assume they were drinking and that was the only reason why they didn't fully realize how long they'd actually been there because 
like I was look well, okay, no, I'll take it back. I was not looking at my watch. For the first hour, I was not looking at the time at all. I was fully engrossed in watching my friends uh perform their karaoke's, you know? So I wasn't even looking at the time. So when the guy came in for an hour, I thought only like 20 minutes had passed. Also considering that we only did six songs in the first hour, you know? And so like, obviously like you would think we haven't been here for very long, right? And it didn't, it honestly did not feel like we were there for, for an hour. So I guess I kind of don't blame them for missing the first hour, but after the second, like you would definitely get the feeling, even if time feels like it's moving slower, right? At a certain point, you would kind of realize we've been here for a while. And maybe that's for them four hours, but like, holy shit, dude. No, that is, that is way too long. Like really? There was like eight of them. Nobody looked at their, at the, at the time at all to, to check to see how long they've been there. So that's why I can only say that they were probably pretty drunk. And so they, they just weren't really paying attention. They were kind of oblivious to it until somebody check the time or something like that. And was like, guys, we've been here for four hours, but also kind of, okay. So like, I don't want to put blame on the company, but also I kind of do because the fact that they came into our room to let us know that an hour had passed and came in to let us know a half hour has passed when we told them we only wanted to go an extra half hour. It kind of makes it seem like that's just what they do. And so, it's kind of like, I kind of blame the company for not doing it for them because it's like, why did you let us know the time, but you didn't let them know the time? You know what I'm saying? But also at the same time, you got to kind of take responsibility for your own actions. You know, like if you only plan on being someplace for an hour, you should probably keep an eye on the time, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think? But I don't know. I, I, I think it was kind of douchey of them to not let them know. But at the same time, it's also kind of like, well, you should have been checking the time. So it's kind of like a, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of wishy-washy on the situation. But either way, I don't know if they figured it out. Because, I mean, honestly, like, what can they do? Because their only argument is like, you didn't tell us. And they could be like, well, we never told you that we would. So it's like, and like, what are the police going to do? Because I guarantee somebody would call the police, right? To be like, oh, the police will figure this out. They, they're not going to make us pay $400. I guarantee if the police got there, they would be like, why weren't you looking at the time? That's on you. You got to pay the, you got to pay the money. They told you it was a hundred dollars an hour. You stayed here for four. End of story, $400. But, um, yeah, so it sucks for them, I guess, you know, but what we, we, we only did an hour and a half of karaoke. It was really fun. I've never I've never done karaoke with my friends. Like my family, they like to do karaoke. So like sometimes we do it for our family get-togethers. So it's not like I've never done karaoke before. But um Well, oh no, okay, no, I'll take it back. I did do karaoke when I was like really little, like fourth grade or fifth grade or something like that. There was like this event going on at my at my school. And, um, they had a karaoke thing that you could do. And so I got a bunch of me and my buddies together and I was like, yo, cause this is like when Justin Bieber's baby came out. And so it was like, you know, of course all the guys were like, ew, that's so cringe, Justin Bieber. And all the girls were like, oh my God, we love Justin Bieber. So I'm like, I thought it'd be funny if 
me and a bunch of my buddies, it was like four of us, I think, if we went up and we karaoke baby in front of like the <laughs> essentially the entire school. And so we went up and did that. I think we did another song, but I don't remember what the other song was. But yeah, we, we did baby. That was that was the I think that was the only time <laughs> before before this time that I did karaoke with my friends. But um Yeah, so after karaoke, we uh we took a few photos and uh then we just went back to the to the hotel, I believe. And yeah, what, what what day? I think that was the second day. So yeah, what did we do the third day? Well, okay, I think the third day was more of a chill day. So like we stayed in the hotel for a little bit in the morning, and I think we went to the buffet in the MGM Grand uh, the third day, and we we got some food, obviously. And did we do any gambling that day? I don't think so. I mean, at least I didn't. But um. I don't even remember what we did the third day. What? Oh my God. What did we do? I mean, I don't even remember. Holy shit. That's crazy. Third day was a blur. Okay. But the fourth day when we were leaving, maybe it'll come back to me. But the fourth day when we were leaving, um, I got up a little bit earlier. I think our flight that day was leaving at two and to Vegas time and we had to be out of the hotel by 11 and so we, we told everyone okay we let everyone know guys we're leaving at 11 okay and so um like uh the chick who's usually late we, we we made sure to really be adamant about it. We're like, we have to be out of the hotel. Checkout time for the hotel is at 11. So you have to be out of the room by 11. You can check out earlier, but you have to be out of the room by 11, right? And so uh, one of my friends, she packed up the night before. I was going to pack up the morning of because that's just how I do. You know, I, I, I usually just pack up in the morning. Uh, depending on the time that we're leaving. If we're leaving really early, I'll pack up the night before. But we weren't really leaving that early. Like we had some downtime. So I'm like, I'll just get up early. So I think I got up around like seven or such. And I took a shower, got everything together, put in my bag, and I was pretty much ready to go. And um, the chick that was usually late, she took for fucking ever to get ready and get packed up. Like, first of all, she woke up late because she decided to... um, well, she decided to stay out late. I'm not going to spill her entire business, but she just, she decided to stay out late the night before, which I don't understand because like I would have been like, we got to get up kind of early, like not, not super early, but we got to kind of get up early to get ready to get out of the hotel by 11, like everything, you know? And so I would be like, wouldn't you want to go to sleep a little bit early? But no, she wanted to be out late. So I didn't actually go to sleep until like 1 or 2 a.m. that night and... uh she was not back at that point when I when I went to sleep. So I don't know when she came back, but she came back late or early, I should say. And so she slept in and I guess I sh- could have or should have woke her up. But, you know, I'm like, we'll, we'll let you take the blame again because I'm not going to be the one to, to take the blame. Because when we went to Maggiano's, when she was really late for that and we were almost late for dinner, uh, my friend's mom, she was blaming me and my friend, even though we were already down there. She's like, you should have been like, you know, making sure everyone's down here at the same time. It's like, bro, what are we supposed to do? 
Like uh, we told her many times what time we had to be there. We told her to get ready. We got ready and she wasn't ready by the time we were ready and we had to go downstairs. So I don't know what you want from us, you know? And so I'm like, I'm not going to take the blame. I'm going to, if you're late, I'm going to go downstairs and be like, we were ready hella early. She's taking forever. Seriously, blame her. Okay. <laughs> so um, we were, we were waiting in the hotel room. The, my, my two other buddies, they came down from their room and they were chilling in our room before we went downstairs. And so we were, we were waiting for our other friend to, to finally get ready. And we let her know, we're like, Hey, we are leaving this room at 1055 to go downstairs. Okay. Cause we were, yes, we had to be out of the room by 11, but we also like the point was we had to meet downstairs at 11. Right. And I know we could have went earlier, but we kind of went late because we wanted to make sure she would, you know, be coming down with us because we knew she was going to be late, right? But no, she was 15 minutes late. She came down at like 11.15 and I'm like, oh my God, dude. I mean, luckily nothing bad happened, but like considering it's Vegas, I would assume that they probably would have had some sort of like system and stuff like that because like checkout time, like with hotels, like you have check-in and checkout time and stuff like that. And like, you pay based off like the nights you're there, right? So if you check in at like 10 or something like that or 11, whenever check-in time is, like you pay for that first day because that's that's the first night, right? And so if you plan on leaving uh, on one day and you don't check out until like noon when checkout time is like 10 or 11, I think technically they could charge you that extra day because they're like, you didn't check out at the end of like your 24 hours or whatever it is, whatever the designation for one day or one night is at a hotel. And so that was the reason why we had to be out there by 11. Cause that was, that would have been the threshold. That would have been the end time. That would have been the end of our, our day, you know, and we didn't want to be charged the extra day or most more. So my friend's family didn't want to get, get charged the extra day. And so Considering it was Vegas, I would have assumed they would have had some sort of system to kind of be like a gotcha thing to be like, oh, if you're in the room an extra minute or something like that, you are, you're toast, you know, like you have to pay for that day because like the, the fridge is insane. Like if you pick up a drink and put it back, they'll charge you for that drink because it's like, they're trying to make money, you know? And so, but luckily I don't think that was the issue. I don't think anything happened. Luckily. But still, I'm like, bro, because we even told her like this, like the, 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 the outcome, the effects of what could happen if we stayed there later than we had to be, like we would have been charged an extra night and those rooms are not cheap, but she didn't give a shit, you know, (laughs) but yeah, I just, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was, it was annoying in my opinion, like just being late for everything. I try to be on time for a lot of things and like, yes, I am late, you know, sure. I was more lax when I was younger. Cause probably my friends listening, they're like, well, you were late to like everything we had planned. And it's like, okay, I was a different person back then. Okay. <laughs> and also for the, for the most part, I have genuine excuses for those situations. Okay. <clears throat> but that, those are stories for other times, but yeah, I'm a different person now. I try to be on time. I try to like, if I'm, when I'm planning to go someplace, I try to leave on time or a little bit early. And I always get ready like hella early. I always like over, I over, I always overestimate how long it takes for me to get ready. You know, 
Like uh, I'll give myself, like, like I've said before, like it takes me like 45 minutes to an hour to get ready. So like, if I'm going someplace, I'll give myself that amount of time. And then I'm ready like 20, 30 minutes before I'm set to leave. And so I just kind of have to like sit around and just kind of pass the time, so to speak. I guess I could leave early, but you know, I just, I don't usually do that, but I could, I try to leave as close to the time as possible because I try to arrive on time to most things. And so it pisses me off when I'm going someplace with, with other people and they're just always late. You know, it's just like, guys, can we, uh, can we grow up a little bit and be on time? (laughs) But yeah, it is. So like that was just, it was kind of annoying in my opinion, just being late for everything. But it was also kind of a laxed vacation. So it didn't bother me too much because I'm just trying to be loose, you know, go with the flow kind of thing. Because also, like I said, we kind of threw the itinerary out the li- uh, out the window. But for certain things like dinner and checkout time, like those have set times. Those aren't just like things that are willy nilly. You know, it's not just like, oh, lax, you know, I made a reservation for 630, but hell, let's show up at eight. They're, they're still going to accommodate us. It's like, no, the reservation is at 630. That's when we have to be there. <laughs> Yeah, so they they were taking their spirit flight back. They were still doing a layover. I think their layover was Fort Lauderdale, which I thought was insane. It's like, okay, so you're going to go from Vegas to Fort Lauderdale and then back up to Orlando. You essentially have to fly over Orlando to get to your layover uh, location when you're trying to get to Orlando. Like it was just, that was just too fucking funny. But that was their thing. And they had a long travel day too. I mean, I think they're... First flight was uh I don't know when their first flight was, but um they weren't getting back to to Florida until like midnight or like one AM Orlando time. And I think they were leaving around like noonish or something like that from uh from Vegas. And so I'm like I'm like that's insane, guys. That's a long ass day for traveling versus us. Like, yes, you are gaining three hours going from Vegas to to Florida. But still, for us, like, we just went, uh, we left at two. I mean, it was a little bit delayed. I think we didn't actually leave until, like, three or maybe 2.45 or something like that. So we didn't get back home until, like, 10 or 10.30, right? Which, like, yes, that's late. But, I mean, that's essentially just five o'clock. Or, no, 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 that's... Oh, it's a five-hour flight, so it's seven Vegas time. So it's it's really not that long. You know, it's just a five-hour flight. But like them, I mean, oh my God. Getting back at like 1 a.m. and stuff like that. That's that's a long travel day, guys. But, you know, that's what they wanted to do. That's what they wanted to fly. And so, like I said, I don't know how much cheaper it was. But I mean, that shit better have been like an easy $200 cheaper than our flight. Because like our flight was already hella cheap compared to like Delta and United and shit. But it's regardless, it's their choice, their flight, they do them, whatever. Um, but yeah, the flight back wasn't bad either. Like I was kind of dreading the flight back more than the flight over. Cause like I've said, it's usually the flight back that I get a little bit antsy and a little bit irritated and stuff like that. It's usually the flight back is the least enjoyable flights, but it wasn't that bad. I, I still, I didn't get an exit row. No one asked for volunteers. So I was sat in a regular seat, but it was still an aisle seat. And yes, it was cramped, but it wasn't too bad. My my easiest comp- my my biggest complaint about the flight back because it was the same way uh, the flight 
uh, on other flights that I've been on, on other cheaper airlines, is like the tray table. Literally, it was the smallest tray table I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay? Actually, but I have I mean, seen that tray table before on a different flight. But it's literally a tray table that just fits your phone. Like that's that's the dimensions. That's the area of this tray table. You know, like normal tray tables on flights is like an actual tray sized table. You know, it's like an actual, like it's, it's, it's a good amount of space. It's still small because you're still on a plane, but it's a good amount of space. This is just like this little flap, you know, like this little phone flap. And so like, I'm trying to watch, uh, I'm trying to watch movies and stuff like that, but on my iPad, but I can't put it on the trade table because it won't fit. So I had to put it on my lap, which I mean, I guess it wasn't that big of a deal, but you know, still it's, it's like, I wish I had a trade table, you know? And, but yeah, the flight back wasn't that bad. Um, it was the, the landing wasn't bad either. Uh, but it was, it was delayed a little bit. I was kind of freaking out because, um, well, well, here, here's my travel experience on the flight back. Okay. So I checked in for my flight the night before, right. To get my, um, I did an online check-in to get my boarding pass. Right. And so when I check my boarding pass, it says that we're gate D17, I believe it was. So that's what my boarding pass said. And so we get to the airport. Everyone says D17. My friends, her says D17, right? And so I was flying back with her and her family. And so they just believed me and her because both of our, we're obviously we're on the same flight. And so both of ours have to be the same. And ours both said D17. So we get to the airport like two hours early. We get through security and um, we wanted to have lunch. So we go to Ruby's Diner, which I didn't know there was a Ruby's Diner in Vegas. Okay. I just learned about Ruby's Diner recently. And um, I thought it was really a thing in LA, but I guess it's also in Vegas. It's sort of like a 50s style burger place. It's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like a steak and shake, but it's a little bit more, a little bit more of that like sci fi 50s kind of feel, I would say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's a different, maybe it's like more of a 40s and 50s type feel. Whereas um, maybe Steak and Shake is like a 50s and 60s. I don't know. But they have different, they're from the same era, general era, but their their designs are different. But anyway, so we went to Ruby's Diner. It was a burger place. And their, I thought their burgers were, were better than In-N-Out's. I'm sorry I'm hating on In-N-Out a little bit, but like, I just, I'm sorry. It just wasn't like the greatest burger I've ever had in my life, guys. It's, I, it's, I know you're purely there for the clout. Okay, I get it now. You guys want to prove to everyone you're cool. But I got to say, I, I probably Ruby's Diner is kind of slept on. I'll say it because I've never heard of Ruby's Diner until just recently. And maybe that's just because I'm from the East Coast and we don't have that shit here. But um, I just, I've, I never hear about it from anybody who lives over there, you know, or anyone who's been over there. No one's been like, oh, Ruby's Diner. No, I've never heard it. And it's kind of slept on because they had, I thought they had pretty good burgers, you know, and they had, I thought they had pretty good fries. It was a nice place. Though it was, it was an airport place. So probably a, a standalone Ruby's Diner is probably better than an airport one because, uh, dude, our server acted like she hated the fact that we were eating there. Like she was pissed at us. And I'm like, dude, we just got here. <laughs> we haven't done shit. Okay. But yeah, she acted like she hated us from the get go. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was good food. 
it was a really cool place, honestly. I would definitely go back there over an in and out but I, I would go to an in and out again, okay? It was still good. I'm sorry. I know probably a lot of you are freaking out right now. Probably a lot of you are pissed that I'm that I'm hating on in and out a little bit, but it's just my my opinion. But yeah, so we we went we had lunch there, right? And it was in the 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 D section of the airport, right? Cuz you had to take a tram to each of the sections, like whether you're A, B, C, D, uh, yeah, they have an E as well. I don't know if they have any more than that. But you had to take a tram to there from like the central hub, right? And so the Ruby's Diner was in the D section. And so we we finish up eating there. It's like, I don't know, it's like 10, 15 minutes before boarding starts. And we get up to our gate, D17, and there's only like five people sitting there. And there's people uh, deplaning. They're coming out from the gangway. And I'm like... I'm like, there's no way there's only five people going from Vegas to Orlando. Like, you can't tell me that, okay? Maybe that'd be true if it was like, you know, Wichita to, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. What's another, what's a really small town or something like that in the center of the state? I don't know. But just like two low populated cities, okay? <laughs> kind of butchered my... My example here, but two small populated cities, maybe that'd be true. Maybe five people are sitting there, but from Vegas to Orlando, there's no way only five people are on. So immediately I knew something was wrong, right? So I, I check my boarding pass just to make sure I'm at the right gate. My boarding pass says D17. I look up at the sign, it says D17. It's a frontier plane. It's a frontier gate. So I'm like, this has to be it. Even though weirdly, there's only five people here 15 minutes before boarding starts. Like I just thought it was weird, but I was like, it has to be true. And so everyone else kind of thought it was weird. So my friend's mother, she she looks at her boarding pass and she says, she says, well, mine says E8. And I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? She's like, my boarding pass says our gate is E8. And I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, what does yours say? So I pull out my boarding pass again. And my friend, she pulls out her boarding pass. Hers says D17. Mine says D17. The other two people in our party, they checked their boarding passes, D17. Hers was the only one that said E8. And I'm like, okay, but something has to be wrong. You know, and I'm like, if you're about to tell me that we're at a completely different gate 15 minutes before boarding, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. Cause we've received no notification from Frontier via the app or a text message or an email or anything like that, which usually flights do. Usually airlines do that. And also when it comes to boarding passes, when you add it to your wallet, if a gate changes or if your time changes, it automatically changes in the, on the boarding pass in your wallet. Okay. I've been on flights before that changed gates and changed times. I've seen it happen. Okay. So if there was a gate change, it should have transferred over to our boarding pass in our wallets. Okay. And we should have gotten a notification. And there should have been an intercom that said that. That said, by the way, a flight to Orlando from D17 is now changed to E8. Okay. But none of that. No indication whatsoever. Okay. But I check the Frontier app, and sure enough, when I go to my boarding pass, it says E8. So I had to replace my old boarding boarding pass with a new one, and I'm like, well, we have to go to E8. So we're like, you got to be shitting me. So we had to go back to the tram station to take the tram back to the center, um, back to the center station, and take that to the E gate. And I'm like, fuck this, man. And we were with like, when we start walking over this other couple. 
they were kind of walking behind us and we were when we were waiting for the elevator to take us up a few stairs uh to get to the tram station um they're like oh are you guys on frontier to orlando and we're like yeah and he's like did you guys receive a notification about a gate change and i'm like no and he's like yeah we didn't receive anything either and i'm like well how did the rest of the people on this plane get notification but us five and you f- and the five that were sitting there how did how did we all not get it and they did you know like what happened but i don't know maybe they got their boarding pass um when they got to the airport i don't know when the gate change happened because it could have been hella early. But the point is, though, it's like it's, we should have gotten a notification. We should have. I, I really, I don't think there's any excuse for not having that. Uh, but we got to the gate and it was delayed. So, like, we didn't really miss anything. And then the airport shut down. I couldn't hear what the intercom said. But I was freaking out because they played like, they, they sounded like a fire alarm type shit. And then this guy like went on the intercom and said, you know, over in Seagate and all this stuff. And then the airport shut down after that. And so I'm thinking some sort of scare happened or something like that. Because right before I heard the alarm, um, there was like the, the message that said, yo, if you see any unattended bags, let someone know. But I mean, I don't know the situation. I didn't really hear what the intercom said, but... I don't know, maybe like somebody found an unattended bag for a long period of time and they let someone know. And so they're like, well, let's shut down the airport in case this is a bomb. But also I'm like, if it is, get me the fuck out of here. You know, like let me board the plane and let us fly out of here. I don't want to be here with an unattended bag that might be explosive. You know what I'm saying? Like I get us out of here. I'll fly the plane for you. I don't care. I'm just getting me back to Orlando. I don't want to be here with a... With a bomb, even though it's like in a sea, even though it's over in Seagate, what if the dude decides, well, I got another bag for E-Gate? I don't know. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I'm not. I don't know if that, that was actually true. That's just my uh, assumption based off the uh, the context clues that were going on while I was there. But yeah, the airport shut down for like a good 20, 30 minutes, and then like the alarm sounded again. They said, "Oh, all clear, all clear," you know, over in Seagate. And then I was like, "Okay, that's cool." And then we boarded and we flew back. Once again, the flight back was fine. We landed, got home, and that was a Tuesday night. And so that's why I didn't do a podcast episode on Wednesday. I was thinking about um, doing one like Wednesday or maybe Thursday and having it come out Friday or Saturday or something like that. But um, I was really tired. I was really exhausted from the trip. I also had to get back in the swing of things of doing my homework because I still... I still ha- at that point, so I had two weeks left. I had last week and I have this week, even though this is a half week, but I still had two weeks left of work to do. And so I had to get back in the swing of things of uh, finishing up that work and all that stuff. And so I just had, I needed time to, to decompress a little bit. So that's why there was no episode last week. But this is the long awaited Vegas trip um, episode. So I guess all in all, all in all, I enjoyed Vegas. I thought it was pretty cool. Maybe it's not for everyone, okay? If you're not a big party animal, maybe it's not for you, but at the same time, I'm not a big party animal. I'll party, but I'm not one like my friend who likes to go clubbing and drinking every single night. Um, But I don't know, maybe you will enjoy it. It just kind of depends on who you go with and what you do, right? Like, Because I didn't gamble a whole lot and I didn't find gambling too much fun like by itself. But I found it fun sitting with my friend and watching her gamble and like, you know, crack jokes and shit like that. 
like um I felt so bad when we were at Circus Circus. We, she was at this one machine, and I don't know how she got this, but she got something that took her to like this medallion page, right? And there's a bunch of these medallions, and it was kind of like a you know like those games where it's like the cards are flipped over, and you have to like match the photos and stuff like that. So it was kind of like that, but it was like a shit ton of medallions, and there was like different phases. There was different levels. Like there was a there was like minor, mega. Uh, major, and then like, I don't know, like I think the last one was grand. Like there was four sections or something like that. And each one tied to like those like grand prizes that they show on top of the machine. I don't know if, for anyone who's seen a uh, slot machine, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about. Like at the top, they'll show like these these different levels, right? And the grand prize is like the most money you can win. That's usually the one where you see like $10,000, $12,000 and shit like that. But this one was like a shit ton of money. This was like forty dollars or $50,000 for the grand prize, right? And the next one was was like major or no, I think the next one was like mega at like, I don't know, like 15 or something like that, maybe 18. I don't know, 18 grand. But then uh, major had 12,000, right? And then they had like minor and then big or something like that. I don't know. There was a few different things. So they had a shit ton of medallions and they said, okay, the object of the game is you have to match three. Now I thought you only had a certain number of like chances and stuff like that. So if you don't match three and the chances that you have, you don't win anything. But no, it's just like the at, like the first three that you reach is like that's the prize you win, right? And I think the lowest prize was like a minor with like 40 bucks, I think. So this is where she won the second 40, spoiler alert. And so she's like, She's like flipping the thing. She didn't get any grands, I don't think, but she got like uh, two minors and like two majors and like two megas and stuff like that. And I saw this one medallion in the corner because like maybe I'm weird, but like I when, when it comes to shit like that, I like going for the corners first, you know? And so like I, I wasn't going to tell her to hit the corner, right? It was like the top left corner. I was like hit the corner, but... I was like, it's her game. I'm just going to like let her play because last thing I would want is like she's going to choose one medallion and I tell her to choose this one and she only wins $40 and she could have won $40,000. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm just going to let her play, right? And so she was flipping over medallions, but I really wanted to tell her to get the corner. But once again, I was biting my tongue. I was like, I'm just going to let you do your thing. And so she got uh, minor or whatever it was. So she won the $40, which was great. You know, 40 more dollars than she had before, right? And um, before they close it out, because they're like, oh, you won the $40, they flip over all the medallions to kind of see what all the ones that you didn't get were. And you know what the corner one was? That was like a mega or a major. That one, she could have won $12,000. And I, I was like, I said to her, I was like, bro, I feel so bad because I was going to tell you to, to hit that corner, but I, I decided to let you play and I could have gotten you $12,000. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, I'm, I'm 100% serious. I was going to tell you to hit that corner. So she could have gotten 12000 but unfortunately she didn't. So I guess next time, if I ever go to a casino with anybody again, if, if we're ever doing that medallion shit, I'm going to tell you where to go, okay? Because that was the one time I was lucky. So that's the one game I'm good at, okay? <laughs> so I will get you $12,000. But yeah, I felt so bad. But you know, once again, she, but good win, I guess, $40 more than she had. Um, but yeah, she could have had 12,000. So I'm sorry. Sorry, buddy. Could have gotten you 12,000. Um, 
man, I, I know a lot happened. A lot more other stuff happened. But I can't really remember everything that happens. Like, like I said, there was like a one day where I don't remember everything that happens. The third day, I total blank. I have no idea what we did that day, but um, but uh, the 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 second night after karaoke, um, our friend she decided to go off and do her own thing late at night again, and so we're like, you know, whatever. So we went to our other friend's room, and we were chilling with them, at, and we got like Fat Tuesdays, and that was like the first time I think we got Fat Tuesdays. And so we were in their room and we were drinking this shit and we were talking, having a good time. And um, that day when we were leaving Wicked Spoon, there was like this food court kind of area that was like a, up there as well. There was also this restaurant called The Egg Slut, which if I ever go back to Vegas again, I want to eat there because that's a fucking baller name, The Egg Slut. But um, yeah, they had like this food court kind of area and there was a bakery where they were making like breakfast uh, danishes. And so for whatever reason, my friend, he wanted donuts, right? So he's like, hold up, guys, hold up. So he goes and he orders a dozen donuts, okay? And I'm like, hey, you know, more power to you. That's your money. You want donuts? Cool. And so he had one, right? And this was like the the night of the karaoke. This was, this was all in the second day. And so um, when we went to their room, uh, to talk and drink fat Tuesdays and stuff like that. I, I wanted a donut and he had like 12, he had a dozen donuts. And so I was like, he's got to have more. So I asked him, I was like, Hey, can I have one of your donuts? And he said, yeah, sure. So I go over, I get a donut and there was only one gone. Okay. And there was a few bites taken out of another one. And then I took one. Right. So at this point, only two are completely gone and one is partially bitten into and the other nine are there. Right. But I didn't think much of it because it was only like the second night and he just got him that day. And so I was kind of just assuming that it was going to be something that they would eat throughout the, the next two days that we were there or day and a half more like. But on the last day, when they came over to our room before we headed downstairs, I was like, so did you guys finish the donuts last night? And um, he's like, he's like, no, we left them there. And I was like, you, you left the donuts there? And he's like, yeah, you know, like, cause we, you know, we obviously you can't bring them on the plane cause you can't bring food that you buy before security. Right. At least I don't believe so. I think that's still a rule, but either way, they're like, we left it in there cause we didn't want it and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, how many was left? And I'm expecting something like four or something like that, you know, like maybe two, but also at the same time, why, why wouldn't you just eat those? But also why didn't you just bring, if you didn't want to eat them, why didn't you bring them over to our room to see if we wanted them? Right. Um, he's like, well, there was the one that he ate or our other friend, the one who bought it, the, it's the one that he ate, the one that you guys had, uh, a couple of nights ago. And then the one that was partially been into the rest are still there. And I'm like, you're telling me that I was the last person to eat a donut out of that thing two nights ago. So there's essentially, essentially 10 donuts in your room, just sitting there. And he's like, yeah. We left 10 donuts in there. And I'm like, you gotta be, that's a, that's a waste of money. But I mean, it's not, it's not a waste of my money. I didn't pay for those donuts, but I, but still I'm like, you could have brought those over here. I would have had one. I would have had two because we, we, we didn't have time to get breakfast. And so I was kind of hungry. So I was like, I would have taken two and had those, uh, on the way to the airport or something like that. Like I, I don't care, dude, you could have brought them over. So at least there would be 
eight left, you know, instead of 10. Eight is still a shit ton, but there would have been eight. It would have been less than 10. But yeah, they left 10 donuts in the room. I can't believe that. It's like, why did you buy a dozen? If you just wanted one, why didn't you just buy one? But I don't know. Maybe they didn't sell them by the by the singles. But still, if you have no intention of eating 12 donuts, why buy them? Why buy them at all? Just be like, well, that sucks. I wanted a donut, but I guess I'm not getting it. So whoever was cleaning the room, though, uh, they, they got a banquet, so to speak, of donuts. And they were pretty good donuts, too. Like, they weren't bad donuts. They were big, nice glazed donuts. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. You guys left 10 donuts in there. I don't know. It was... Just, it was that kind of hurt me a little bit when I, when I heard about that. I was like, 10 donuts, just unattended. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it of all I can remember. Uh, I'll probably remember other stuff as time goes on, so I'll probably be bringing up more Vegas stuff in the future. But overall, I enjoyed it. It was a fun trip. I really enjoyed the West, so I'm thinking I'm thinking that's that's my manifest destiny. I'm thinking that's where I'm supposed to go. So maybe, maybe not a Florida boy for too much longer. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, after I finish going to school here in Florida, I could be able to transfer to UCLA over in LA. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm meant to do. You know, like I'm, I'm manifesting, (laughs) but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, probably would go there again, but I want to, I Next stop for me is LA. That's the next stop for me. That's the next place I want to go in the West. Before I go back to Vegas, I want to go to LA. Um, so, you know, if anyone is planning any LA trips, be sure to invite me. <laughs> I will gladly visit. Um, but you got to let me know beforehand so I can save for another cheap ass flight out there. But um, also for a cheap ass hotel because I'm not staying in a Las Vegas casino. Because that's hella expensive. Thank God I didn't have to pay for that. <laughs> Thank God that was covered. But, I mean, everything else I had to pay for. So, so I had to save a lot of money. So, yeah, traveling's not cheap, guys. I know there's, like, hacks out there. Or supposed hacks are like, oh, you know, traveling's not that difficult. That traveling's not that expensive. But, you know, I have yet to find any trip that's, gen- like, at least in my opinion, genuinely cheap or inexpensive. I've yet to find anything close to that. But, uh, you know, because I mean, people on the internet, they, they, they be lying. So like, I don't, I just, I don't believe half the shit that I read on the internet. <laughs> but anyways, I keep wrapping up. We're going on, we're coming up on three fucking hours <laughs> on just Vegas. So thank you guys for sticking with me for this three hour episode episode. I already forgot what number it is, but I'm sure you'll remember. So, um, Yeah. Once again, overall, fun trip, 10 out of 10, would go back again, definitely recommend going. Uh, even if you're not a party animal, go with some of your friends, just be open to spending a lot of money. But also, even at the same time, like you're not even really, really spend that much money. But I don't know what a lot of money in your book of traveling is. But either way, definitely go. Um, you, you're going to meet some characters, so be ready for that. And uh, next time I go, I kind of, I, I didn't get to visit the Bellagio, though. I know I keep saying I'm going to wrap this up, but just bear with me, okay? 
I wanted to go to the Bellagio. I really wanted to visit that place, but we weren't able to visit. We walked by it because it's right next to the Cosmopolitan. But I want, I did want to go in there, see the Bellagio. I wanted to see the Fountain Show, but we didn't get to see that. We didn't get to go into Caesar's Palace either, but we did walk by because Caesar's Palace is right next to the Bellagio. But uh, so I guess maybe next time we'll we'll go to the Bellagio and uh, Caesar's Palace for our casinos, or maybe we'll stay in the Bellagio. Who knows? I wouldn't mind staying staying in the Bellagio. But yeah, because I mean, isn't like I feel like the Bellagio and the and Caesar's Palace are kind of like the most iconic Las Vegas places. But also, I guess the Mirage and the MGM Grand are, are pretty pretty famous too. I don't know. I don't know much about Vegas. I I know nothing about Vegas except for what I've seen in uh, Ocean's Eleven before this trip. You know, because I really, I really didn't have any intention of going to Vegas, considering that it's all gambling, and I never really had any intention to gamble at all in my life. So I never really had a, a desire to go there. I did. We we weren't able to go to Omega Mart over there, which I really wanted to go to. Uh, you probably seen a lot of uh, posts about it on social media recently. It's like this really. It, it looks like a supermarket. But it's also like a really trippy supermarket. There's like secret doors and shit that take you to weird areas and stuff like that. So I thought it was a neat place to go to, but we weren't able to go because of just like how much stuff we were doing. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up this time for real because we're uh, we're uh, we hit three hours. We went on three hours, for, so I'm gonna let you guys go. So whatever you guys are listening to this on, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave a review. All that really helps me out a lot. Um, follow me on social media at real J lines and at line on main on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, follow my main channel. I know I haven't posted a lot recently on the, on there. Uh, I do have ideas cooking. I just have to film them and edit them. Uh, so just be on the lookout for more main channel videos. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I did post my short film on my main channel. The the most recent short film I did, the one that I'm actually proud of. <laughs> I'm not going to post the other two. So uh, those, those deserve to be buried. Um, but yeah, I did post the most recent one I did. It's called Regret. So check that out on my main channel. And uh, yeah, I, I, made, I made a cameo in there. I made a voice and appearance cameo. I was uh, the news reporter for the intercom for the audio cameo, and then I was the the shadow or the 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 demon or the spirit haunting the guy uh, towards the end. So, you know, when you see that, you'll know exactly who it is. Even though, like, you could totally tell from the silhouette that it's me. <laughs> but anyways, check that out. Be sure to like those videos. Um, I'm really proud of the short film, even though it's probably really cringy. There's a lot of other way better short films out there, but I'm, I'm proud of what I did and uh, proud of what my team did. Hats off to all of us. Um, once again, be sure to subscribe to my main channel for more upcoming videos. Cause I got, like I said, I got ideas cooking and yeah, I think it's going to wrap it up. So I'll catch you guys in the next one. Love you. I don't know. Do I? <laughs>